Howdy ho, everybody. Welcome to the first premiere episode of After Hours. This is a late night podcast, of course, starting majority late at night, talking about a multitude of different stuff. But first off, let me introduce myself. I am Saber7. You got Joshua here on would be to on the right side of the screen. And then you got underneath us here, unimportant Canadian. That's why he's underneath. Because <laughs> I'm unimportant. That's why. First off, fucking unimportant. First off, we are off. A uh, hype train is close, so I don't know if we can keep that going. Second of all, shout out to Cryptic Legend for the resub, and shout out to uh, Haas00312 for the follow. And Josh, thank you for your resub, buddy. Always, every day, anytime I need to sleep. See, I got a sub gifted to me. I think Tuff did it. Yeah, he I did. was planning on giving you my prime, but whatever. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. wow. So, this is, of course, presented by Graveyard Crew, your home for late night gaming. Uh, and uh, for a lot of you guys, you may be familiar with the previous podcast that me and Josh did together. Uh, and uh, we decided to kind of go with a rebrand and a restructure off of that. Uh, but uh, don't worry, guys. We're going to kind of stick to our reads. We're going to get back to a lot more of the stuff that we want to talk about, like uh, movies, Star Wars, uh, gaming, more, you know, and just kind of keep a good balance of that. So it's and, just not just gaming 24 7. And if I may interrupt, no. Twitch <laughs> broadcasting system. Yes, possibly, yeah. possibly a new broadcasting system in the future if this goes well. Um, and then, of course, a new member. Let me introduce everybody to Unimportant Canadian, our brother and friend from up north. The sexy bitch from Canada. Oh, good old Canada. Canadians. Picking Canuck over here. All right. Canucks. The good, great white north, eh? Oh, that's probably hot up there, eh? So oh, is... I I do have a story from Canada. Okay, uh, okay, go go with your story. I, I'm interested in this. So <laughs> I was I went to Canada when I was like five or six with my mom, and we were going through the fucking country. I don't know where the hell we were going, but I think we were driving through the middle of it. All I know is there was no lights anywhere. It was black as shit. So we were getting pulled over. We got pulled over by the cop because we we're speeding down this highway. And my mom's friend, who is Canadian, didn't have a driver's license. So they had to switch seats. They switch over. <laughs> Luckily, we had all the bags covering the back of this of this car. We switch over. The cop shows up, this Mountie. He goes up. He's all like, oh, hey, you're from California. You're like, yeah. He's like, well, I don't go to your country speeding down their road. You got to respect the laws of my country. And we're like, what the fuck is this shit? And he let us act differently when we're pissed off. That's the difference, right? People think, oh, they're all nice. They just apologize (laughs) all the time. No, no. (laughs) He's like, you come to my country and you respect my laws. And he fucking said, he's like, we're all like, okay. Then he sends us on our fucking way. You're like, good. We're not going to pay the ticket anyways if we got it. it." It's pretty good. Like we used to go down to Florida a lot when we were kids. And I remember pulling up to like the, uh, the toll booth or whatever when you're going across the border mm. and you guys are like super fucking serious about shit you're, are you bringing over anything is there anything in your bag there's you know it's like do you have any apples in your back seat that you're bringing over <laughs> from your country because we don't think that's a good idea it's really bad like and, uh, it's so you go across back right and they're like hey uh do you guys have anything in here that you haven't claimed any taxes on any you're like, nope. All right, have a great day. <laughs> like, it's interrogation on the way in and on the way out. It's like, yeah, welcome home. <laughs> is that is that there? A, is that there an orange from Canada? 
Nah, 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 nah. You just can't bring all type of vermin over here. We don't, we don't want it. That's exactly first, how first it off, is. First off, you're gonna, you're gonna step. Georgia. You're gonna step out of the vehicle. We're gonna pat you down. We're gonna make sure you brought no more, no more damn oranges. There's a fucking pack load of like 12 gauges and other shit in the backseat. Are those guns? Well, welcome right. <laughs> welcome back to America. I guess you got. I guess you're good to go. But those oranges got to go in the fucking garbage where they belong. Now, you this is America, right there, boy. That uh -oh. might just gain you some full fucking access to the United States of America. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I drove back from Havasu, and you have to go through the border like it's a fucking. From Arizona to California, like it's the border between Mexico and Cal and California, yeah. and they're all they're all like, "Where have you been? How you how'd you get there?" It was like, uh, "I drove, I drove back." <laughs> Where are you from? California. It says on my goddamn plate, and they're all and you're all like, "Well, what the fuck?" Uh. Good times, good times. Uh, also, um, before we get into this, another uh, thing about the podcast too that uh, going forward that we didn't do a lot last time is I would like to bring more and more on special guests within our Discord uh, to come in, have a conversation with us, whatever the topic may be. We'll put out what the topic's gonna gonna be about uh, for that podcast and see who's interested in joining in on it. So you guys, if you guys want to be part of that, and if you're already done, so join the Discord and also throw out topic discussions at us to give us ideas on because we will run out of ideas eventually and we're gonna we're need idiots. to bank on a lot of you guys out there let me steal your ideas so i could talk about it for <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes we're gonna exploit your plan yes just like any good content creators would <laughs> let's 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 talk talking about content have you seen saber x7 have content ever since uh i joined the channel no, no, it's shit. No, no, of course not. It's always, it's always. Listen, I have, a, I have a very select group of friends, and the only reason why I have that is because every single one of them brings something new to the table. Canadian was a recent recruit, and it has worked out great. Well, Canadian, on the other hand, has has video editing experience, and that is good. And, and Russian experience by talking like a Russian from Canada. What I feel like is gonna happen. What's gonna, what's gonna, here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's exactly what's gonna happen. So like I brought on Canadian into the plethora of different content opportunity that's already ex existed here. He's gonna take all that and he's gonna take it to where it blows up the most on YouTube because he's a vi master video editor, and he will just <laughs> blow up from there and just tower above everybody and just continue to exploit us. So Canadian, and I'm ready Canadian, for that. What you'll see as we go further and further into this podcast is I'm gonna look better and better. Exactly. And I, I'm, I'm, right, so yeah, so yeah. so this is how it's gonna look. Saber's gonna be like that big Twitch streamer. Canadian's gonna be that big. I feel uh, slighted in this deal, Basie. <laughs> ba Basie's gonna be there. <laughs> And I'm gonna be that guy who's just kind of like at the bottom of the barrel, looking up and be like, <laughs> Actually, "Hey, I was there." The best part is, I said I recruited the Canadian. Basie's the one he mentioned. Yeah. Brought him in. He's what the fuck? <laughs> all right, Basie. All right, no. he brought me in. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, stand at the wall, Saber. All right, all right but so... seriously, let's get into our topic discussion today, and we're just gonna be talking about like pre-alphas. Yeah, odd, odd thing to bring odd, odd thing to bring up, but we are in an age of gaming where it's just nothing but pre-alphas out there nowadays. And actually, just today or yesterday, pre-alpha for Call of Duty Vanguard re re uh, released. But we're not talking about pre-alphas in that type of sense. We absolutely could, but I'm talking about pre-alphas that kind of sit in an alpha phase for a very extended period of time before they move on to the beta and then full release. Uh, well, and 
so Star Citizen. Star Citizen. <laughs> one of one of my favorite games, of course, Squad. Squad stayed in an alpha freaking phase from 2015 to 2020. Well, that was more of a beta phase. No, it's, they it's they like, had a beta phase. They had a beta phase. They went from alpha mm-hmm. from in 2015 to alpha version. I think 18 or something in 2020 and then they rolled into beta and then they finally went to version 1.0. Yeah, there was, there was a lot to talk about when it came to uh, the beta phase of squad. There was a lot to talk about when there was a lot of beta phase and alpha phase and any type of game. But, but when it comes down to this, I am liking playing a game going through its development cycle at the same time i cannot fucking stand playing a game going through its fucking development cycle uh for example i agree uh i i I don't know if you ever got to play this but i know i made saber play this because uh uh, one of our uh discord members he his name is gondu he recommended this a game called zero hour developed by an indian company if i'm not mistaken I have zero hour. Yeah. yeah, you've played it, correct? Yeah. Did you yeah. ever play it on day one when it came uh, no, out? No, no. I, oh god. Uh, a, friend, a friend of mine wrote, like was like, "Hey, there's this game that's, you know, it's super tactical." <laughs> For what some I reason, is, it's plan stage. Everyone's drawing shit all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows where they're to go, and then you get shotgunned. Th- that's how I found this one, and it was beautiful. It, it's zero... a fun game, but yeah, it needs some work. For sure. That is zero. Uh, I heard it got better. I have not played it. It hasn't. Now... It, it hasn't. It gained a little bit of TikTok clout, and that's what guy like sparked it a little bit. But like, it's still the same game. It's very like it's what Siege probably what like it's. It feels like an old school Rainbow Six because I I think I. Th- I think was, no no sorry zero that's not the game with the Rainbow Six developer on it. Uh, by the way, Kenny, you already have a fan in the chat. Shepard likes your hat. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. This is actually my brother-in-law's company. So if anybody's nice. up in up in yeah. Canada needs some dog training, give her. Yeah. So, so well then that makes it great because Zero Hour, when we first played it, buggy ass mess. The chat system barely worked, and uh, the game the gunplay the most think thought would work the most was the most broken thing of the whole fucking thing because we were all watching each other kill somebody at the same time and we all died from the same dude just one tapping us when we're all unloading on this with full auto weapons and yeah it did came down to who the fuck could pick up a shotgun and shoot someone in the head before you die and that worked See, I think one of the problems with a lot of pre-alpha, especially when it comes to shooters, is the balancing of weapons, right? Oh, yeah. Because it can be really tough. You've got a shotgun that you are expecting to be beefy, have that good noise, right? The racking of it, it just makes you like, yeah, this is good. But then you got your M4. Everybody loves the fucking M4, but right. it fires fast. So the damage obviously has to be a little bit slower. You know, you end up, shotgun guy goes around a corner, you just spray a fucking mag downrange, but he's dead. Yeah, so no, I find that to be a massive fucking issue when it comes to a lot of first-person shooters just in general, even at its final stage, just trying to figure out what's good, what's bad, so on. <laughs> Call of Duty. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, sorry. I caught Call of Duty. Call of Duty? Sorry. Okay. Did you guys not hear me? Call of Duty. So, fucking Warzone. Shitty. So, but yeah, that's usually how... Uh, this new age of pre-alphas and betas have been working for us is well we get this game it's in development we basically buy into them developing the cycle and if they fucking finish it beautiful with 
for us, it was squad. Canadian, uh, uh, you did you play any of the beta of squad or? I played a bit of the alpha of squad a few years. I think twenty eighteen <clears throat> was and, really, was really when I got into PC gaming and I saw people playing squad on YouTube and I was like, this looks cool. It looks cool. It was, and, and then I had almost, no idea how to fucking play it. I just wanted no. to shoot shit, and people were like, "Get in a squad!" And I'm like, I "Don't know how." Like, you know, it's, 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 it's a complicated game, right? That's one of the big things. About, yeah. Well, at least the learning curve. It's a little bit friendlier now, but yeah. oh, no, well, my fr alpha friendlier, friendlier. Yeah, it's a little bit more user friendly. It's still a confusing oh. disaster, but I mean, oh, once I, you I, get it down, it's of pretty course easy. It's friendly right I now. Thought, I thought you were talking about the player base because I've been called a oh, moron no. like three times. No. <laughs> the player base isn't friendly. No, it's not it, as toxic as like Rust, but it's it's not great. Yeah, Ooh, no, it's we, not. It's yeah. not Rust. It's not Rust. Definitely yeah. not Rust. Yeah, no, it's rust, not Rust, but rough go. but from when you played it like that, I guess a few times in 2018 to compare it to now, it doesn't even compare. Like. At that point, they didn't have helicopters. No, no, I, that was before the helicopter update. Helicopters, maybe a couple different vehicles didn't show up. Now it's a totally different game that we got developed, yeah. and we got I mean, to probably... it all go down. We we literally but, watched it grow. Yeah, we watched it grow, grow into the hemisphere. All those Twitch streamers showed up, and then it, we all sank with the ship. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it is so, so like. Okay, we're going a little off talk, but I will say the squad hasn't sunk. It's just the player base is a little at a point right now where it's a more people caring more about just running and gunning than than the people who actually are playing tactically. But that's besides the point right now. We're kind of here to talk about like that that pre those pre stages of games where they're they're sitting in this like continuous phase of like either alpha or beta so that they get so they can keep throwing content at it and keep making fixes and bugs and then eventually we get a version 1.0 release uh recently uh so squad example of one hell at least is example of another game that just recently came out into version 1.0 um and then we have major titles like escape from tarkov that's in a continuous beta phase right now or even what i don't even, I don't even know if fortnite's out of the beta phase all i know is that fortnite was in a beta phase for Ever and ever and ever. And well, for, that's a good question, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure <clears throat> Fortnite sure. is out of beta. I, did, I did actually, know that? actually know they are because they have Fortnite 2 or whatever, you know, whatever it is. But uh, basically... What... Oh, yeah. It, it exited beta last year. So... The question, I guess, really comes down to it. Like, of course, for a lot of developers, this is an impossible thing to do, is to be able to push out a beta and then just work and update it to, you know, the perfect formula and then release it. And then at that point, you know, is it even warranted for a full launch release? But who knows? Um, but See, I, I think the, the thing with the, the alphas and betas that a lot of us consumers get mixed up is, we're like, ooh, it's the game, and we get excited, and then people shit on the game, <clears throat> expecting it to be this full release, and it's not, right? It's like you're working with the developers, you're getting stuff going, that's that's the end goal of this whole thing. And there's a lot of people that come in, they're like, don't play this game, it's garbage. It's like, it's an alpha right now. If you don't like stuff, give positive feedback to it. Mm -hmm. It's like, exactly. Hell Let Loose, perfect fucking example of a game coming in, um, on early access and leaving it fairly successfully. I mean, it's still got some optimization shit that needs to be done, but Huge. the amount of stuff they added in and the, oh, yeah. the talks Wait, from left like the... postscriptum in the dust. <clears throat> yeah, oh, it's, hell yeah, it's such a it's such a well 
developed game that you're looking at it like, well, what if anything could go wrong on its release day? It, it had already gone wrong in the spate of days. Yeah, like, and yeah. The, the, the issue though comes with like like the does version 1.0 even at a certain point even matter at, anymore? Because there's there's a lot of games you know that you know they throw out their alphas, they throw out their betas, and then. And then launch comes, and there's still glaring issues in the game, and there's still work continuously updating the game version fifteen point five or you know whatever it may yeah. be, um, and so that type of stuff is you know it's just kind of like I don't know it's hard to it's hard to, like really should like version like version one point doesn't even matter for a lot of releases anymore because it kind of like just it's just like oh hey we've done enough of this alpha beta stuff let's just roll into version. 1.0. I mean, heck, um, you know, we love Squad to Death here, but, uh, you know, the stuff just like kind of like, you know, there's always some type of new glitch or an error coming into the game, and it's, you know, sometimes just a freaking headache. Uh, shooting, a, shooting a hat at a tank, you know, nine times. Um, <laughs> you know, like I said, like, no, nothing against anybody over at OWI. You know, they are an indie dev studio, published, they publish themselves, and so, like, there's nothing I can really complain about on that. And what the heck just happened? My entire Discord just crashed. I don't know what's going on. I hope everybody's still Technical there. Technical issues and that fucking happens. Oh Jesus! Happened. By the way, um, do? I, I don't know what just happened right now. Let's bring oh, it. Amazing. Let's bring it back. That was Discord decided like, nah, you don't get to talk anymore. You're just uh, rambling on right now. You don't get to talk anymore. I'm just here girl. just trying to set up my alert box because we got two new followers right off the bat. By the way, shout out to you, Shepard. And shout out to Sunshine Cheesecake. Thank you very much. Oh, By my way, God. That was so beautiful.
And I was like, all right, let's do this. It's squad. I'm I'm semi familiar with squad. No, none of what you know in squad compares Translates. at all. No, no, it does not translate whatsoever to postscript. You walk in there and you're like, I'm I'm fucking lost. <laughs> How do I spawn? How do I get into a server? What's going on? Yeah, the, I got it. For what I give credit though, postscript and armor gameplay so much better than than Hell at Loose. The fact that it doesn't take ten thousand years for the main turret to turn left and right, but I got. It, but it did take that long. That's the it, thing, though. Hell at loose it, fucking nails traverse speed. I love the armor game in Hell at loose. Oh, the thing about Hell at loose compared to Postscriptum is you've got games like Squad and Arma, right? They're considered your mill sim game. Hell at loose is that nice in between. It's some somewhat arcadey, somewhat mill sim like. So you kind of get that nice little market in there, right? So it's getting people from like Call of Duty over yes. and they're like, hey, this isn't bad. Basie nails right? it. Right right mouse click coax. That's makes there all the go. difference yeah. in the world sometimes <laughs> just driving armor so you don't have to like mouse will click to the freaking coax. Oh god. And, and the, like <laughs> the thing about squad that pisses me off with armor is that if I have an AP loaded and I switch to fucking coax, I didn't remove the AP. <laughs> <laughs> why do i gotta go back to main cannon and be like hold the fuck on you gotta wait for the guy to go help and they're like all right we're good yeah so that is true uh, Look, but that is but i got to give credit where where the benefit is that it's trying to give it a little bit of a balancing issue i guess where it doesn't need it by the way but just so that when you turn a quarter and you have your machine gun on and you need to fucking switch back to main gun and both for some reason both tanks have their machine guns out, it gives enough time for you guys to switch over to your main gun. But each tank's main cannon doesn't reload at the exact same time. Like the Abrams has a little bit of faster speed while the the T seventy two has a little bit of they're slower worried, speed. They're worried about balance when you can literally just one tap freaking tanks down by hitting its ammo rack. Yeah, fuck it. Just send uh, who was it? Send nuke and pop tarts in with a with a lav or a BMP. That was me. <laughs> no, it was a BTR. Was that you? Okay. That was BTR. a BTR. We were with a BTR, the and we they ended the call that goes but 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 and shove it up the ass of a tank, and you're <laughs> golden. That's and all why, you okay. And by the way, while we're doing that, pop tart and I were like. I don't know what the fuck you can do. We're not going to kill this. Tank, now this by the stream's way. So official. Like, we'll focus on the infantry. Sponsor. He says, "Oh shit, L I'm out of frag fragmentation." I said, "Well, fuck it. We'll full send it into the tank and leave them behind it, killing the fucking thing." While we're yelling at both of whoever's in the tank to show up so we can fucking live. That's how we killed that tank. We're like, "Fuck it, full send," and we killed it. While you were like, "Sure, I was just an infantry." I don't even remember if I was in that game or not. I can't remember if I heard it you after. Were, you were, you were, you were. Was yeah, yeah so, you were. It sounds like we're moving on to the second second part of the podcast. But real quick, guys, chat. Let us know what do you guys think of alphas. What do you think of betas? Whatever it may be, let us know. Join the Discord. Hit us up. Whatever. Hold up, hold up. I have more to say about it. But there, we're there, moving it, into the second part of conversation here, talking about squad. It sounds like. Hold on, before we move on to squad, I got one more thing to say on it. Then we can move on to talking about the lovely game that we all love called Squad, um, and that has to do with a AAA developer doing a pretty awful stage that they gave to everybody for free. By the way, most of the time when they do AAA like pre alphas and betas and shit, you had to pre order the game. No, Are you talking Vanguard. I'm talking. I'm talking. Company of Heroes by Sega. Oh, it's say yeah. as, as my. I know some people don't like that game. I personally loved it. I got to play it. 
So a company of heroes three. The company of heroes three. It was actually pretty good pre-alpha. I liked what they I, did. They didn't. They didn't. I watched ask. some gameplay on it, and it looks it's, all right. It it's looks all right. Good. It's it's not great. It's not it's not the best company of heroes game too. It's not number two, but the fact that they had the balls to say, hey, first off, they needed to fix their website just so people can play the game. So that was stage one of their pre-alpha fixed website. Then stage two <laughs> was play game. This this is. So they fixed their website, they've got their game out, and I got to play it. Before the game even starts, one of the developers said, Hey, <clears throat> do not play this game if you do not uh, want to give us feedback. Do not play this game if you do not want to help us develop this game for you. And this is a AAA titer, by the way. Not, yeah. not OWI, not, not anyway. This is Sega. And, and their subsidiary, subsidiary company. Play this game because you love the history that we're trying to tell, the gameplay of uh, that you the company heroes always brings, and give us the feedback on what is good and what is bad about this game, why you like it, why you hate it. And if AAA developers do that, and they give it to us for free, and tell us that before on the get-go, I think AAA alpha development of games will be a lot more beneficial to us the player because we get to try it either way we're going to fix the game anyways um bethesda but they, they we also get to experience something that they do and we get to tell them hey i don't like the direction you're going with this game this is why i don't like it and here's and and they can cater to the fans the consumer of this game or yeah. B, they could say fuck all and say we're still going to develop the game even though you told us what's wrong with it. We'll fix the glitches and come back to us at beta phase. See, I would like to see games like, so I remember all of the Call of Duties, you pre-order it, you get a beta or whatever. And then right. three weeks later, the game launches. And I would exactly love the same to as the beta. see, it, yeah, it, nothing fucking changes. There's zero point. It's, it's not a beta at that point. It's a demo. It's, hey, this is what's upcoming. This is what you're preparing for. Get excited. But what those... I want to see is alpha, like a week of certain spots, right? You sign up for it on the website, AAA developer, they throw it out to people. Like Fallout 76 is the perfect example of a really bad beta and release. It was fucking atrocious. If they had thrown out some alpha gameplay to some players and got their feedback on it, we would have known the lore was fucked. We would have known that, hey, there's all these bugs. I'm getting attacked by, you know posing ghouls hmm. yep. you know all of this other shit going on it would be really nice to see that from AAA developers to be like hey you guys are the community here's a week free test it out give us your feedback and actually <laughs> actually I change will... different then that's that's a great point especially for a new formula that falls never explored before with mmo and that's what ubisoft ubisoft of all companies actually gave this opportunity to a lot of players so ubisoft is working on a new title it's gonna be first of all free-to-play multiplayer and um, it's a free-to-play first-person shooter game. Uh, it's arena shooter type. It's kind of like a mix between Overwatch and like uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Three and Four. And uh, oh, is it that X Defiant? Oh yeah, yeah. And I was had the opportunity to play their free closed alpha, and it I think it was like two weeks, two weeks of playing a closed alpha. 
Yep, and Ubisoft loved it. They got so much feedback from it. I gave my feedback on the game, gave, and you know, they told them like specifically what was wrong with it and everything like that. And I am excited to see how they take that feedback because this can be the first case where like a AAA tile marker just gave you a very extensive amount of playtime on a game to go and then rework it, or even games like New World, who's done two close alphas so far, and uh, are feeding from the community's uh, feedback. Exactly. So I'm thinking, I mean, as much as I don't want to get a new, a develop, in-development game to play, I do like the direction that it goes because it gives us the consumer, <laughs> the ones at the end of the day are going to be playing this fucking game, yeah. a chance to give us a word before the game even reaches a beta stage. This is a way for us to, to say, hey, this is what's need to be scrubbed. This is the gameplay I want to see. And maybe I'm in a minority of what I want to see in Company of Heroes. Uh, also, by the way, of fixing their website, I could not find the fucking place to give my feedback, so I ended up just emailing them my yeah, feedback. That works. You figured it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's uh, not like the greatest way to do it, but you figured I, it out. But as but as a participant, it made me want to a give my feedback to a game that I am gonna buy. Uh, look up at other games that were doing this, being Halo Infinite, being the next one that's doing it. I had to go sign up for their newsletter for their multiplayer release. I I back. They had it back in early August, late July, early August. They had their multiplayer release, which by and I was way, like, "Oh, on on Halo, I think it was, I think it's a brilliant idea to do technical alpha. It's not PvP; it's you versus bots. It's just for you to the player to like see how, because that's what a lot of shooters fail on is people just don't like the core mechanics of the game. They don't like the way yeah. the weapons feel. Yeah. They don't like the way the movement is. And overall, you know, at least for Halo Infinite, a lot of people enjoyed the movement and the gunplay because it felt like classic Halo, to, according to them. I heard nothing yeah. but good things from this alpha that I did not get to play. Right. But it did allow me to sign up for this thing, say any future ones they're going to release, I am going to be a participant of. Here's uh, the thing, though. When when's Halo Infinite releasing? Is it later this, this year or next December, year? December December okay. of twenty twenty one. Yeah. So they they if they want to give us time, the next one's probably going to be their their open beta, and this is probably going to be their this is what the game's going to be. Play it on, welcome to play back in December. But we, as we all know, their multiplayer is going to be free anyways. Yeah, so really? yeah, their multiplayer is yeah. free. Their campaign you have to pay for. You can actually pay for it now. Uh, for 60 oh, bucks. I didn't yeah. know that. That's smart. I, I, I'm interested to see where the free-to-play model goes. Look, because we're looking I, at a, a shit ton of games like, you know, Warzone and, and Apex Legends and stuff go free-to-play, and they're making well, millions man. of dollars off the crap. Didn't Siege switch to free-to-play, too? Uh, Not that I know of. I know it's still $5 to buy the starter pack game. Yeah. So like you can uh, buy the I, game for like five bucks or now or something now, which is which is decent. But yeah. mind yes. you, I mean Siege is a well-established game. It's been around for years at this point. Yeah, Siege needs it's to die. It's a well-established game and an active game, though. They can easily charge sixty dollars. This is like Grand Theft Auto. I think Grand Theft Auto was like charged sixty dollars forever. Um, uh, but like, and then, go ahead, Josh. Red, uh, Red Dead Two, their online mode, they started charging fifteen dollars for you just to play the online yeah. mode. So. Well, it's because they're slowly starting to lose a player base to free-to-play games, right? No one wants to spend the $70 on a game they watched a YouTuber play through. Yeah. They yeah. want to experience an online kind of version of it. And, and I think, like, we're starting to look at, like, even right now, I'm, I'm glad I'm into Tarkov because fuck am I bored of everything else. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I hate myself you know, too much. Squad's fun, and, and I can sit down and play that for a few hours, but, like, 
I miss I miss games like Modern Warfare 2 where you could just sit down and fucking play it for hours and just lose yourself and then dream about it and wake up the next day and go. I haven't had a game like that in fucking years. And it yeah, really sucks. Like, I See, just remember I have... having a grand time with friends and stuff, right? That, well, that was Squad. I mean, now, that was Squad with us. Was Anytime I haven't played a multiplayer game since Siege, where I wanted to play with other people, interact with them. But comparatively to Siege to Squad, you didn't get to work with your teammates. You could work with your teammates in Squad, and you do get to work with your teammates in Tarkov. But working together in I Squad... They are. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. In Tarkov, yeah. Me shooting Nuke in the Sorry, back guys, by by being a being a dumbass is is how usually it goes in Tarkov. But working together as a team is what made me look forward to play a squad, a multiplayer game. By the way, I only play now because I talk to people in it. It's just a fun interaction. If it wasn't for that, I don't think squad would have been fun. It literally, and that's this is now moving on to the conversation of squad saber. That's why I wanted to bring that up. <laughs> Um, but moving on to that, that conversation of it, squad ha has that issue. I mean, like Tarkov can do it and I'm, and I, and I'm still hoping that they will release a local chat where we could talk to them while we're shooting, telling them to go die. Go. But for squad, we getting to talk to your teammates in both local and, and your, uh, squad comms makes it so much more fun to trash talk or tell people like good job or whatever whatever the hell we're doing at that time and work together to make sure that we as as the player base gets to control the game control mm -hmm. how a game is going and maybe even turn the tides of this war that we're fighting that literally at the end of the match means absolutely nothing and that's what makes it meaningful because even for call of duty you do get to level up progress your guns whatever call it modern warfare 2 that was the that was the whole thing yeah. But no one remembers Modern Warfare 2 for for that, for progressing. They remember it for their their, their shit talk. And it's not even the shit talk for me. I just remember it being an enjoyable game. Like, but yeah. good but map you, design, good, good mechanics, good gunplay. Yeah. But you know. Oh, I had all of that. There's <clears> nothing if it wasn't if it didn't have those, the player base would not return. But it wasn't till the shit talking. The talking that you made with friends and people you talk to playing Modern Warfare 2 that people say, I remember playing with that guy in Modern Warfare 2. I remember playing with that person like years no, later. I, like, just, oh. I just remember a lot of people my age being extremely racist. That too. In my ear. That's that all. too. Like, Xbox, the, Xbox 360, man, like Xbox Live, there was there was no moderation at all. Oh, it but was absolutely. Fucking anarchy. Absolutely not. <laughs> But you do, think, but you do remember it. I think. Oh like, hell yeah! It wasn't great. It wasn't no, supposed to be there. But you remember it, and that was, and that was, as despite the racism, that was what I was kind of looking forward to in those middle of lobby maps. After I just went to war, killed a bunch of people, or I sucked the entire round. Who cares what happened? Now I got to shit talk with these people, shoot the shit for a little bit, and then rinse and repeat. And that's exactly what happened in squad, but more of a local See, type I, i'm the dude that sucks and still shit talks yeah exactly so i think what, i think what what squad brings back for at least for a lot of gamers that people that people get into it is the fact of the matter is is that i don't know where it went where game chat didn't become like stop being a thing in multiplayer shooters like call of duty 
because like game chat you just used to be everywhere in video games and all of a sudden like there was a time period for like you know five five six years of video games and multiplayer that nobody was talking in game chat anymore and i thought it just had mostly to do with the fact that there's just people in party chats or discord calls with each other but realistically it's just you know the game doesn't really you know you know like encourage it at all whereas like a game like squad it heavily encourages it and then is a very crucial part of the gameplay of the game and it kind of gives that same vibe back in, from back in the day where you used to talk with other people and trash talk each other and, you know, and everything like that. And so I guess that's just kind of like, I think that's what Squad does for me, at least in terms of game bringing back that nostalgia is, you know, just being able to talk to other gamers. See, I'll agree with that. But Squad is very much a different style of game to compare to obviously something like Modern Warfare 2 where you've got oh, Call of totally Duty and different. it's just people like, man, I need you on the right side. Fuck you on sniping, right? Like that was the communication <laughs> yeah. you got. Yeah. Wait, wait, now wait. It's like, well... Hey, we need tanks on this point. We got infantry moving in. You know, get your shit together. Let's go. And then you respond and... with, F you, there's infantry nearby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. or, or if you do go into the inner squad layer and you are the sniper, they're all like, Hey, I need you on the right side. Fuck you, I'm sniping. I found a good tower on the left. I, I, I rarely see marksmen posted up. They're running with the rest of the infantry. They're just picking oh, up if, as they're running. If you can like, find a place to if you can find oh, a spot to post yeah. up, dude, snipers become fucking deadly, dude. Yeah, like uh I think I played a game where I was just posted up for like half the game just sniping people. And you're just like, how the fuck did I not do this for 20 minutes? And then Saber gets on comms. Josh, what the fuck are you still doing over there? I was like, I'm killing people. That's what I'm doing. Get like, down okay. here. Um, <laughs> Forskin, that's a great question. I will cert- we'll circle back to that question later. Forskin asks, okay. do you think a lot of old games that we think were we were think were good are only good because of nostalgia, or because over the years I started to realize that BLT wasn't that great? You sir no. are lie. You 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 need to be bathed in holy water. Okay, <laughs> um, but I want to talk about so. Uh, we talked about Squad loads of times before. Um, you guys don't know what Squad is. Squad is a, a multiplayer shooter that is a tactical shooter-esque. I really don't even know what to throw the genre if, if of Squad you, in. It's, it's, it's a milsim. It's a milsim. It's a casual milsim. It's a casual don't If you don't know what Squad is and you know who Shroud is or any of those other streamers that, that play this game or if you know SaberX7... Who plays a lot of squad? Then get up from under the rock that you're coming, Patrick Star, and play. Open up a computer. I mean, literally, legitimately, open up a computer so you make sure that your computer doesn't burn to death while playing this game. And then, so, then, then buy it. Imagine just if Battlefield and Arma had a baby, and that's squad. Okay. <laughs> Pretty then, much. I mean, it is a beta for Battlefield Two, or not it's beta, a, a mod. It's a mod. It's a, well, it's based mm-hmm. off of a mod. That was oh. based off of Battlefield 2. It was, it's based exactly. on Project Reality for you old school games out there that got a chance to play Project yeah. Reality. Um, but uh, it's a fantastic game. Uh, it's right now, I think it holds like at least 8,000 concurrent players a day on it right now, which is yeah. not bad for that type of a game. And servers are always popping and stuff like that. Um, but uh, they, you know, they're in version 2.0 now. I think it's like version 2.7, I believe, that they're at right now. And uh, they just released a new map, and which, by the way, and this isn't just because the map designer follows me, but the maps in the game are fantastic. A lot of people like, like, oh, I 
hate this because of this map. It's just because they don't know how to play in the map. And that's what makes squads so cool and unique sometimes is that, like, you can have a bunch of guys who just all they do is just rush points or whatever, but then they get that one map where, like, it kind of, like, defeats the purpose of doing that. And, like, oh, screw this. I'm, this map only belongs on AS or whatever. And it's, like, you just don't <laughs> know how to play the map. You don't know how to adapt. Just imagine being a military and walking up to a situation. I don't like this place. We're not going to play here. <laughs> Can you imagine oh, going to we were... Camdash Valley like, <laughs> yeah. oh, screw this place. I'm at... <laughs> uh, I was I was playing with, I think Nuke was the combat MG. We are playing on Toledo outskirts, and someone put the shitty-ass hab uh, in the middle of just a one-entrance hangar. And the entrance was the main door for this hangar. And we were, we were basically cut off by uh, the British... Matt V, their their version with the fifty cal, just murdering the shit out of us. None of us could get out of this stupid hole of a of a base. We're all throwing smoke to get out of there. Finally, someone destroys it. We had enough build in that stupid hangar. No, I was playing with Sona, and I was playing with. Get to the think, point. Oh, the point was I was remembering it, but I was. But the point was. <laughs> We were we. I forced them to dig this fucking hab down. I grabbed another squad leader that I found in the middle of this battlefield who happened to be scared that I was yelling at him to put a fucking hab down. He puts this thing down, and then we we end up getting this thing up, and then we end up getting shot to shit because as soon as we fixed this hab, all of their armor converged on us as we were capturing the next point, and the and it was all out attack on us, just getting. To the point where I had to scream at a squad leader to put down a, a command attack on us so we could get mortared ourselves by our commander, my squad leader, by the way, who wasn't doing shit. <laughs> that is squad in a nutshell if a hab is done poorly where we actually kind of survived. If we didn't move that fucking hab, the armor would have killed us. See, if you want to put squad in a nutshell, squad is a gigantic shit show. <laughs> it is a bunch of people that have open mic that run around with guns with virtually unlimited ammo with the like three people on the map that do like equipment runs <laughs> like that's yeah. really it you get yeah, the auto resource run <clears throat> unless you, you get someone in your squad to actually like hey you you're doing logi runs this entire game and then they yeah. just like, turn on the sound or listen to music and they're on their own <laughs> well, yeah, pretty that's... much you're just gone like there are times where squads boring as fuck yeah i, I will not disagree it is not. It's, it can be an action-packed fucking game if it's a specific map or whatever. But there are times like mortars are fun as hell because you get so many kills. But you're literally staring at a screen, getting sabers yelling at you. Fucking thirteen ninety seven. Fire on my mark. Left to right. Two mil. And you're like, fuck's sake. It's like it's like that scene <laughs> from uh, the Pacific. Thirteen ninety seven. Copy. Oh, I wish Drop we were it. like the Pacific, please. But <laughs> nothing but, at all. Yeah, I, I, but, mind you, I don't know of a mortar out there that's semi-automatic with three rounds, but I might be wrong. Yeah, it's a three-round burst, by the way, sir. Three-round burst. I know it's semi-automatic, three-round burst. I didn't but realize still. how weird that reload animation is actually, where you, like you, you get three shots and then like then you reload. Yeah, it's no, you're my supposed favorite to... is my favorite of this fucking game is the fact that What's up, they man? they have a toe. And the guy on the toe, if you're not the dude on the toe, you just see this. Yeah. That, <laughs> they still it. have not, like, they still that. Man, that man's <laughs> firing that invisible gun. No, I think, honestly, one of my favorite things is watching people reload shit. 
because yeah. it just kind of floats away and then comes back. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, my favorite, yeah. my favorite is the SPG reload animation. It's always broken. Like it looks clean on your screen, but all you see from the from another person's perspective is a guy trying to reload this freaking this this missile into the SPG launcher, and it's like all the way back behind him, freaking falling like across <laughs> his shoulder into the freaking thing. Yeah, so that happens so much that the point was there's a lot to do in this game. There's a lot to do when a new map comes out. And honestly, when you play the map when I played with, with Canadian and Nuke and Basie for this one, you could destroy an enemy team if your team is fucking awesome. Or you get fucked if the other enemy team is awesome. Like uh, that, that uh, invasion layer we played and completely stopped the enemy advance before they even reached the first point. <laughs> because all we did was IED truck everything. And we set up so much defenses that they could not even push us. But this was just one step of learning this new map, and this new map being Anvil. Fantastic map, uh, by the way. It's slowly becoming my favorite map in the game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you think of that map, Canadian? So Anvil? I don't yeah. even know which one it is. I don't even know what the map names are. I just show up and so I, I do shit. I don't know if Kane's had a chance to play the map yet, but it's that new I, map that they just launched. It's kind of like the weird rock formations where, you know, the middle of the map is just a giant canyon. Oh, is that the one where we had the hab set up and we were getting fucked up by the uh, the town that was down below us? Yes. That yes. That yes. was Anvil. Yeah. Where so we and we're simulator for half an hour. Yeah. It was and where one. I was flying the helicopter yeah. and I kept crashing that motherfucker. Yeah, but that doesn't matter what map. Yeah, well, hey, well... You love that tail rotor hitting something, man. I don't yeah. know what it so, is. Well, the, I, the point was... Ascend's so, a little too heavy, just bang! Oh, I fucked it up. No, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where even mods are like, hey, bro, stop fucking around. Okay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was so pissed. So, I lost the tail rotor on the first one, fixed the helicopter, took off, got shot down by a BTR. It was completely pissed off by that. Got the second helicopter for twenty for ten minutes, just flying around, resupplying everybody, and then gets shot down. And the admin's like, "Bro, why do you keep crashing the helicopter?" I was like, "I only lost two. He's like, "You lost seven helicopters." I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about, bro?" He's like, probably, That's he probably has your entire history of flying helicopters on that server, <laughs> and you've only been on twice. Yeah. So they're like, "Yeah, this guy's." He's trolling Mind right you, now. I'm not fucking fantastic at it either. I've flown once and I crashed uh, both times. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen I've seen your yeah. video of it. It's, yeah. it's amazing. If any of you have not seen Unimportant Canadian, a uh, shameless plug of his YouTube channel, he does have a great squad video of him flying a helicopter and doing other miscellaneous tasks. It's all of us being fuck-ups. Yeah. I have yep. more footage on the way but, eventually. But for, for Anvil, it's such a mixture of a map. Because it's, it's in the middle of, like, basically a mini Grand Canyon. Because it has this big canyon in the middle where, where you can fight along the side. Or you could literally lob shit at each other from across the canyons. And then it's just desert on one side, desert in the middle, then the canyon in the middle. There's so much potential for this, this map that you could literally do everything inside the canyon or away from it. Oh yeah, because uh, because in the canyon you got your CQB kind of like combat going on because uh, it's just like town to town of like just pure chaos, and then above it all is the flat tops where armor is engaging each other. You got mortar fobs freaking launching into the canyon, tow missiles are going pew pew pew, and freaking helicopters are just trying to avoid all of it altogether. 
And yeah, that, that that is the map because I I I went for a leisurely stroll up what I would consider a mountain, and uh, as I crested the top, there was a dude and I shot him and I was like, oh, this is all good. This is my spot now. No, 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 it was not. There's a fucking MRAP. <laughs> just yeah. sitting, just sitting I right took, there. I took half a box of fifty cal. I think I scared the shit out of the gunner. It was a fun time. It was good. Yeah, it happened, and you're just like. What the fuck did this happen? Most of the time is like you're in the middle of this map. And you're like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. There's no objective here. And then some dude just fucking caps you. And you're like, where the fuck have you been this entire time? And he's doing the exact same thing you were, which is, I don't know where the objective is. I'm going to go over here just to see what it looks like. Oh, there's a guy here. I'm going to cap him real quick. That's the and thing. That's... You're scouting out news. It's a new map. You're scouting out new spots to put up, put up fucking... Uh, toe fobs or whatever yeah but uh, no but, the thing i really enjoy about squad is the fact that uh they added the canadians i'm super fucking happy about that Canadian we're never, rep we're never so... represented in any fucking you video have game. no idea how broken the canadian faction was that when they when it first came into the game the, the faction had, was absolutely sniper broken. Rifles broken well the sniper, sniper rifles still, broken still broken C90. They're, but they're like they had so, auto so they get AR. c7s they got they they basically have the entire american army uh american arsenal replicas um or duplicates or whatever you want to call it um with uh, then they're, they're our own they're made here okay and they're, then like oh yeah. here we're gonna give them the only freaking bolt action rifle and it shoots over a thousand meters no problem and it's the actual true sniper and but luckily they don't haven't figured out sound travel quite in the game yet because honestly a lot of times it should be death and then then you hear the shot a lot of times is you hear the shot and you're kind of waiting for the bolt to come in to hit you pretty much uh, also, but, uh, but anyway also... but hold on so uh i just want to talk about so like with squad 2 with i i know this because i've talked to them before about it um is that a lot of the maps are designed the mindset of how to make it as balanced as possible between everything now a lot of people is like oh but what a place like talil you know like you're just freaking running out in the open and it's like well they give you the assets to be able to transport if it's you safely and so help me god Everybody out there who runs armor, learn to carry infantry in your IFEs and APCs. That's what they're built for. And if you're a server, and you know which server I'm talking about, who doesn't allow for infantry armor mix, you can go F yourself. Thank you. Those were, That's not what it's made for. Well, I, I, saber, saber. It, it's IFEs... made for single manning and rushing shit. That's <laughs> yeah. what those are made for. BTRs are meant for armor hunting. That's it. Saber, IFVs and APCs are only meant for two things getting stuck in between a log and a building like it's fucking austin powers flipped over from a tiny little rock and that's it there's no importance to armor play at all there's there's no traveling you got a transport truck and a helicopter figure it the fuck out and if you can't run Coming from the man that consistently crashes helicopters here. Hey, hey, hey. Those are semantics, okay? Those are semantics. <laughs> it's not necessarily semantics. I think it's logistics. Logistics. Yeah, logistics. <laughs> yeah, so... Hey, Josh, we need that to uh, run of supplies over here. Yeah, I got you. You just see... <laughs> You hear something just, pop. I just like I I instantly know now when I hear like a helicopter pop. I know it's Josh. <laughs> I know it's Josh. 
And or, hit me, or, hit me on or, or Josh is like, all right, I'm coming for a low flyover. Get ready to jump the rail. He's like, like literally like skimming my nose and then crashes into the side of the freaking cliff. Okay, uh, while he's hearing that, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, <laughs> fucking hits the ground. Uh, and then Kanini, just to give you guys a little oh. bit of more benefit, in a game that was so shitty, but I actually love the multiplayer for it. They did represent the Canadian Special Forces pretty well. It was Medal of Honor Warfighter. Oh, fuck off. Don't even mention that. I don't even care. I don't even I got, that, we They there. had the most broken operators, which was the Canadian oh. operators. We have, like, some of the most broken operators in real life. <laughs> I know. The J2F2 is not one to fuck around with. I know, um, and I got to play as them all the time because I was like, oh, hey, I can play as our American Special Forces, but... What the you fuck is Canada? Like Seventeen branches. We have so many. And did we I have, did I ask for like, excuses? It's just, I just think it's hilarious that it's like, oh yeah, you know what? We've got Green Brace. We've got we've got the Rangers. We've got these guys and these guys, the Navy SEALs. Like every branch has their own, right? Well, the Marines this. have their own. Yeah. So here, I'm gonna try my. All right, all right, real quick, real quick. We're gonna do a little. A little, little speed run here um, to go off track. So let's start with Marines. There's got you got Force Recon, Navy's got the SEALs, Army's got, got the Raiders. Huh? You <laughs> forgot Marine Force Raiders. Oh, yeah, Marines Force Raiders. Sorry. Uh, the Army has, we're going to start with the one with the largest numbers, which I believe is the Rangers. And Rangers. then you're going to go d- up to oh, Green. Airborne. Airborne they're not special forces. They, they still are. No, they're Airborne's are badass, but they're not SF. Yeah. They're not they, SF. They, they're not SF. Shut up, Josh. Um, then you got, uh, so here, so you got, so Green Berets, um, and then after Green Berets, you probably have, uh, Delta. Yeah. And that's basically Delta. Yeah. Uh, the Air Force has their PJs and their Air Force controllers. So wait, wait, no, I'm on, so what about is Pararescue is not SF, right? Yes, it is. It is SF. It's, yeah, I don't they, think I don't think they are because they're pretty. Rebe- because there was an entire documentary series, which was an amazing documentary series, by the way, of about pararescue, and their identities were completely revealed. And I don't think you can do that if you're special forces either. But they they allowed it for those guys because they were retired. But PJs, they are the guys that medics cannot go into. So let's say you are stuck behind enemy lines. They know where you're at. They're gonna drop you no matter how by helicopter, plane, whatever. Even if you have to dive there, they know how to do that. They are there to save lives and do it as in any way possible. If you're in the Arctic, they will go. If you're in the middle of a jungle, they will go. They are the special forces for for uh, medical personnel. They know how to do surgery. They know how to do uh, basically any life-saving work that a basic combat medic doesn't know how to do. Was that one? And they guy, will do it. Was that uh, one the Medal of Honor recipient of the? It's a burger, yeah. Huh. Pittsburgh, yeah, he was yeah, a PJ. He, he was PJ. Okay, so that's so basically, there you go. There's your special forces of the United States military. I probably you know, you know what Canada has? You got C Store and JTF two. They are deadly. They are deadly. I don't. I don't know. I don't and, know and, if our and Navy don't, Marines are considered. And don't uh, and don't forget no. about the special mounted Mounties. I forgot about the Navy's best. Oh, kept they're se- just I, the Mounties. I forgot about Navy's yeah, best yeah. kept secret, and that's SWIC. Oh yeah, well SWIC. Frogman. What a shitty acronym. No. Who do you belong to? We belong to Swick. They're, they're pretty you. badass, though. They're pretty <laughs> badass, though. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Well, oh, no, oh, so and, Swick's, uh, Swick's designation is... I forget what it stands for, but basically, you know the... Did you ever watch Act of Valor? Uh, the, the movie? The Special Forces movie that starred actual active special, uh, Navy SEALs. 
Oh, it's, yeah. So I started watching that, but the whole thing is, is I don't want to actually watch Navy SEALs try to act. I want to act, watch actors act. Yeah. It was well, do you fucking remember, awful. Do you remember the scene where they do the x film and they crash into the water and the boat was... Uh, the boat, the boat comes in to pick him up, and then it has a freaking minigun, and they just spray down the door. Uh, spray down Two the car. Two miniguns. They had like uh, three or I, four miniguns on the gun. Well, anyway, that's Swick. Yeah. Swick Special Warfare Combat Craft Crewman. Yeah. Swick. Uh, also, also, Swick don't forget your Night Stalkers. Don't forget your Night Stalkers, too. Oh, yeah, the Night Stalkers. That's uh, uh, basically, they flew, in, they flew in the SEALs to kill Osama. They, they fly night missions. They fly helicopters at night, pitch black <clears> with just MVGs and shit, and know how to do it. Yeah, well, the British and Canadians did that with bombers in the Second World War. <laughs> and, and, and you know, and you know why, right? You know why? Because the because when during the day the B seventeens ruled the air while we got shot down two hundred and fifty times. So maybe you don't yeah. want to lose a Lancaster, but we can lose some B seventeens. Okay, and Lancasters are we're at we're approaching the one hour mark, and upon regular scheduled broadcasting in the future i would like to consider the one hour mark to be where we introduce our sponsor we do not have a sponsor of this video so if you guys know anybody who is looking for who's looking to uh sponsor anything out there hit us up por favor but in the meantime let's move on guys so we just talked about alphas we just talked about squad um and we talked I want to I want to answer Foreskin's question because oh, I yeah. think it was a good one. Yeah, that, that was, was a, good, a question. good question. So so just just to refresh everybody, do you think a lot of the old games that we think are good are only good because of nostalgia? Because over the years, I started to realize that Black Ops Two wasn't that great. It wasn't. And you're, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take the straw. I'm gonna put through your eye, Josh. Uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be that man who said that Black Ops Two minus the zombie mode. I didn't really care for the multiplayer. Okay. I like the story. Here's my thing: is that Black Ops Two is not on my top five list of Call of Duty games, and that's just because it doesn't hold a whole lot of meaning for me per se. But I recognize that it's still, in fact, a great Call of Duty game. But to go back to the you know actual question on hand is the fact of the matter is do we just look at games through rose tinted glasses and my answer to that is no and my examples are goldeneye nintendo uh, mario 64 old school uh super smash bros you know we still there's people who go back and play these games and like oh and this game sucks this is where i disagree we absolutely look at games through rose tinted glasses 100 yep. fucking percent 007 great game back in the day and we look at it because that was the only fucking multiplayer game we had at the time. You had an N64. The thing cost $1,000. You put your little cartridge in, and you're like, hey, Jimmy, come the fuck over. We're playing some oh, gold. Uh, oh, well, you, before you, you do you, that. You would pick for... fucking, who's the, who's the shortest guy? Oh, Oddball. Oddball. Yeah, you take him. Nobody can fucking hit you. You just exploited the shit out of that game. Yeah. Right? People are like, you're you not could... doing that. You're not allowed to grab the golden gun. There, there was so much shit in between. I went back and played it again. Uh, a couple of years ago and it's it's like okay you know like i see where the appeal was but for me meh like i that's I, there's a few there's a few games that i could give it the benefit like pokemon stadium it was such a well-developed game for that the sense 64 but if i'm gonna call out a game for being fun to hell uh, with nostalgia but awful with its controls it looks good ish I mean, it has aged very well. Would be Republic Commando. Republic Commando, by far, 
still aged pretty good. It's it's not perfect, but it aged really well. The story wise, still good. The controls on it, the most confusing fucking game that you will mm. ever play <laughs> unless you played it before or take the time to map it out. It is no. not. It is not uh, fun to play. I'm pretty sure my mom bought Republic Commando on a whim. Republic Commando is such a I, I was just like, oh, it's Star Wars. Cool. And yeah, I, that's a- I, I played it. And like that was back when I thought Star Wars 1, 2, and 3 were good. And um, yeah, good. yeah, I know. 3 is good. Aware. 3 is good. I'll, I'll, give, three. Was, I'll give 3. I'll give three. End of 2 is good. End of 1 is good. Shut up. Two <laughs> yeah, the end because it ended. That's yeah, why. Exactly. <laughs> roll, Best roll character correct. that was straight up Jar Jar Binks. I don't give a fuck who says what. That man was hey. beautiful. Misa, Misa, love you, Annie. Misa, God. Misa, but, uh, Misa wants to no, play Call of Duty. Republic Commando was a good game because it was different. That's why it was a good game. It took the because we were. I remember playing Star Wars games at my buddy's place. When I was young. That was like third person part Battle of the two? story play. Yeah, but, yeah. It, it, those ones were good because you didn't play a Jedi. <laughs> Which I enjoy. I guess Battlefront 2 you could, but in the first oh, then, one... Are you talking about KOTOR? No, I'm talking about literally like the Star action. Wars Episode 1. Like, oh. the game. And yeah. that's what I remember playing, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, but meh. And then you get Republic Commando. You're you're part of the command. It was like one of the first times it could really pull you out of the, the Jedi role, which I thought yeah. was really cool. And, you know, put you in frontline combat against some fucking... Really interesting, you know, uh, enemies and shit. It was a really fun fucking game. And I that, wish they'd made a second one. Oh, I wish too. Really sad. They, they, that game has so much premise that if it did hold up, for nostalgia senses, it is it is a great game, and I do give it those goggles. Control-wise, it doesn't hold up. But okay, let, if no, we're going to go talk to games like Call of Duty, for me, Black Ops 2... I love the zombie mode. That's what I mainly played it for with my friends. Got four players on there, and we played the shit out of the, of the prison map. Yeah. But other than that, I didn't really care for the multiplayer. The maps are cool. The ma- I'm not going to say that they weren't great. I didn't really care for multiplayer. Uh, at that point, I was kind of getting burned out by multiplayer because Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare, like all those games, their multiplayers were starting to burn me out. Yeah, the ship map was cool, but I didn't really care for playing it. So- uh I guess, I guess, okay, so I need to rephrase what I mean. So there are definitely examples of games that you look back and you definitely looked at them through roasting of goggles, you know, everything like that. But to me, that there's still games that can hold up today and, you know, like some of those being like, I can go pick up and play Halo 3 whenever and I feel like I can hand that to, like, a 10 year old until it was released like yesterday and they would play the game and have fun playing it. Yeah. Um, Master Chief collection. And like, it's just, there's certain games out there that will forever hold up the test of time to me. And, you know, it's just a matter of that. That just shows of how, like how good that game actually was. Like that, the game, the game was absolutely like Halo 3 absolutely amazing game. Definitely, like, top three, bet one, best video games ever made. Um, actually, well, speaking of which, actually, um, so nostalgia plays a good part. I agree with you. Halo 3, that era, great games came out. Like, yeah, wonderfully yeah, it was, well done storylines. It, like it was the beginning of the Call of Duty franchise. It was Halo, Assassin's Creed franchise started out of that. I mean, we looked, we actually, like, look back on this and actually realized that 2007 was probably the best year of in gaming history. Best year in gaming history was 2007. 
Um, but like, so look at it from now. So let's say this year back to, um, I don't know, 2015, let's say. Are there really any great games that stick out to you? Not just necessarily for multiplayer. I'm talking like story-wise. No, there's a there's a couple. There's a couple. But nothing that will stand the test of time like what 2007 did. Like and the only games I can think of that have that are that are, will forever hold an impact in the game in gaming is uh Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and um, probably the first Last of Us. And that's about yeah, which, it. Which what about yep. Witcher 3? Witcher 3 was great. I loved Witcher 3. And Witcher Three, Josh, um, and, and and Black Flag and Rogue. Put Black, which I Black put, 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 put okay. that away. Here, put, here's the whole put, thing. Put that away. Here's the thing with the Assassin Creed series, because this is where I'm about to go on a fucking rant. Oh, okay, here we lock in. Here we go. Assassin, <laughs> Assassin's Creed One and Two and Brotherhood were absolutely fantastic. Assassin's Creed, or Assassin's Creed Three, is where I dipped out. You got fucking Connor. You know, this is when you start to see the. The SJW situation start to hit video games, right? You got this young native guy. He's supposed to be this strong dude. He's a bitch the entire fucking game. He's just this bitch. I don't want to do it. Me, 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 me. Yeah, right? The whole fucking time and then does his shit. I played through the entire game and I was like, this is not Assassin's Creed. It's someone's story of revenge. Uh-huh. And like That's forced what... an old man to become a fucking assassin. See, okay, see, that's what. Well, that, that's what interesting. I'm... Okay, hold on. That's interesting. So. But wouldn't you agree that the premise of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, there wasn't exactly, I would say, anything like morally good about No, no, our no. Character. I'm not going off about Black Flag. It's I think Black Flag's three. good. It's just I'm giving some context. After yeah. Black, after fucking three, you had shit Assassin's Creed. Didn't right? Black Flag come yep. after three? Black Flag was the last good one. Black Flag. Yeah. So Black Flag is one of the random good ones in the midst of all this shit, mm-hmm. right? Because right. you've got... Like, Odyssey, beautiful-looking game, but completely changed the gameplay of Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed should have died at at 3, right? I, I think I, 3 I, games I, is good enough. You can definitely tell people are running out of ideas. They're like, hey, let's just throw this game out there and see how it does. What what historical moment can we throw an assassin in now? Yeah, fuck it. Throw him in Rome. Now let's go back to the Vikings. You're like, man, how fucking deep do you want to make this lore? Like, seriously. Like, fucking yeah, uh, stop. Like, it was really good in Italy. It was cool in, like, the Middle East with the first one. You had fucking Buddy destroy the Animus in fucking three. You're done. Stop. I, I kind of, the only one that I would disagree with was four, because four was actually really good and should have ended there. But four should have been the end of it. That's the end of it of all that. But I got to say, though, being a fucking pirate in this type of game was awesome. I gotta give credit where credit is due. They should have made this game a pirate game. Because if Ubisoft can make a pirate game, Black Flag is the fucking game to play. Despite the fact that I actually love Assassin's Creed 3. Not because of Connor being a bitch, because he is. I will agree with that statement. He is a very big bitch and he cries a lot. He cries too much to be exact. He kills his father and cries. And I was like, you hate this man. He has done nothing to you. Like, literally, it made no sense on why his father was protecting him. But Assassin's Creed 3 was my first Assassin's Creed 3 game. I give it those nostalgia goggles because it was my first. Did you ever play the other two? I did. They were a lot better. They were so there much you, more better. But, they, but Assassin's <laughs> My point. Yeah, but... Assassin's Creed 3 still holds up for me, and I still play it because of those nostalgia goggles. That's That goes back to uh, 
Chief Forskin's question. Does do I give games a little bit of benefit? Fuck yeah, I do. Does does it deserve it? Fuck no. Assassin's Creed Three sh- is <laughs> a shitty game. It's a shitty representation of the American Revolution that we went through so. because it said that a native. I mean, there was they they did help, but they basically won the war for the American Revolution single handedly, despite having the the colonials do it and the French like literally ignoring all those people. This guy did everything, killed everybody that was important. Right. And well, I mean, it's not like Assassin's Creed was like this is historically accurate. They they did do little snippets in three that I I liked. Yeah. It would be like this is the actual history of the situation and how it went down. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. So that was cool. I, I, so no I one's played, gonna I, read I, I it. Never, I never played Assassin's Creed three. So you're telling me that the only like AAA title game that ever came out based in the era of the Revolutionary War was an absolute botch. Well, how the fuck are you going to make a AAA game based on... Everybody, line up! Okay, reload! Oh, so... That's where you are, you know, banking everything off of telling a good story. And to my understanding, Assassin's Creed is always great at telling the story, and they... knew. So, so the battle... You remember the battle of, uh, what's... Of uh, shit, what what are those? The, the 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 start of the Revolutionary War. Do you remember the name of it? The the battle the of the shot, two cities. The shot, the shot heard around the world. world. Uh, remember the two cities. I can't remember right now. I can't remember right now, but th- you guys that was Canadian, one... so you're already wrong there. It's yeah. No, but the shot heard around the world. It's it's uh the the point is this trailer the trailer of the game banked on baked on uh showing us this great battle of assaulting. The the front lines single-handedly and winning this battle by yourself. So if you play this battle in game, it doesn't play out like that. You are on a retreat, and if you attack the enemy lines, you just die, like straight up. Like like it literally show spat in the face, the shat in the it spat in the face of everything we saw in this trailer because we thought we we're gonna be this badass assassin going around destroying the enemy lines, taking them all out. Um, uh, but Lexington conquered the battle of Lexington conquered, uh, but you, you end up not doing that. You get on this fucking cannon and you kill a bunch of Brits. That's the mission. My what people. the fucking do? That's Lexington and conquered <laughs> this, this massive historical <laughs> moment in our history where we fought the British lost the first half, which they did show and won the second half, but you only won the second half doing this little like mini game, shooting this cannon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Wow, this is how they representative Lexington and Concord. Yes, they didn't show the... a, a game with an assassin that just sits there and goes, "Oh, this is interesting." No one's gonna fucking play that. Yeah. So of course I, they're gonna throw you into the shit of it. So the I whole do, thing is, I, if you want a AAA game to to sit there and well represent a, a specific battle, don't. Yeah, it's I do gotta happen. say though, happen. it's not gonna happen. The the um, DLC for it, the Tyranny of George Washington, which is a very interesting. All, interesting alternate history of it was fucking awesome i gotta give that credit so I had a good their DLC. yeah so i want to like talk about something real quick so i was i'm sitting here kind of like thinking of like you know game, game development has been on a constant like you know rise of like getting to where you know where basically like mechanics and stuff is you know, it feels flawless and everything like that. Graphics are like janky. I'm thinking like right now we're in a time period right now where I think we've kind of hit the peak of performance in video games. Cause no, I don't think so. Oh, no. I, the reason here's here, here here's 
give me a second. Here's why I throw that. Here's why I throw that out. We have games that have about as close to realistic graphics as you're ever gonna get. You know, uh, games are you know being run on ridiculous engines, and they're accommodating that because file sizes are massive now for video games because they have to load in photorealistic gra- graphics with a bunch of freaking content and all the, this and that. And these games and gameplay styles, you know, like take Call of Duty for example. Call of Duty, um, right Which now, one? uh, the, 50 we'll, gigs. we'll go from Black Ops Four up uh, up to uh, and up to today. Uh, because to me, the reason why I'm saying this is because Call of Duty has always been like from Call of Duty Final because I played, I have literally played every single console Call of Duty game out there from the first one, Call of Duty Finest Hour, to the last one, Black Ops Cold War. And I will continue to play Call of Duty, but I also remember from back, back when I'm growing up, I remember always looking at each Call of Duty of like, wow, the graphics look amazing in this one. Wow, they look even better in this one. They look amazing in this one. The gameplay is different, the gun mechanics are different, you know, this and that. And now we're kind of Call of Duty's hit the stagnant of where each title, all they're doing now is really just changing the creative class system, the perk system, and then you know throwing in different maps. Gunplay mostly feels the same, and graphics are basically staying the same as well. And yeah. and realistically, like, and then we go to now, like, go to a different studio. We go to uh, Ubisoft. They are wrapping up basically Siege right now. Um, Siege has been going on for a very long time, and it's holding on also. Siege is holding on for six years, and, you know, they're not doing anything really major different. And I played X Defiant, and the game, first of all, the graphics don't are, the graphics are, I'm pretty sure after looking into it, it runs on the Division engine, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so that's where the gun so that's where like graphics look and map designs and everything like that. Uh gunplay and gun audio is pretty much is almost almost identical as well. Um and so there's not really that game out there. I mean heck, Halo, even Halo Infinite from the technical alpha stuff that I watched and then I went and go play, went back and played Halo 5. It looks exactly like the graphics don't look any different. It looks pretty much identical. It's realistic and gorgeous, but it looks pretty much identical. And there's not much more you anything more unique about the gunplay that we haven't seen before. Like everybody like everybody keeps trying to make up new gum styles and everything like that cuz that's how the gaming industry used to be. It's like, okay, how can we change this? How can we make this better? What do we have to do differently to keep our people engaged? But now we're in a state of gaming where you can play the same tile for six years, and all you have to do is just keep adding on extra content into the game. You don't have to do anything else with the core mechanics. You can just keep adding content into the game. Now, Siege, for example, of course, they've done stuff like remove sites, remove the ACOS from a lot of different the guns, and this, you know, this, that, and the other. But it, pretty much the core mechanics are still there. And that's why I'm thinking that, you know, we ask kids 20 years from now, when they look back at games from this from this time period, are they going to be looking at their nostalgic goggles, or are the games going to be pretty much almost, you know, pretty much almost identical to what they are now, that they actually be held in consideration as a game that is still playable 20 years later with a decent audience behind it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if we look at the phrase, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, that's where it applies. Mm-hmm. right call of duty itself well, i'll touch on your first point call of duty itself has changed graphically right you're looking at black ops 4 that was a little bit more on the cartoony side then you had modern warfare which was very much so on the photorealistic side then you've got 
Cold uh, Cold War where you're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, five right. months in the middle of the you, cycle. You, you can visually. I, like, I don't know what happened there. It, it kind of sucks because it had the potential. I'm interested to see what Vanguard's got going on with it. I mean, if it's running on the Modern Warfare engine. Well, like, even looking at a game they've remastered, Modern Warfare 2, which they put on the Modern Warfare's engine, it looks fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. And when we got Black Ops, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? This shit looks ugly. Like, they didn't... They, they, you're right. There is no limit to how we could develop our development cycle because we have not peaked yet. But there is a limit to what developers can use on their engines before they have to upgrade. And honestly, since now that we're getting oh, graphics, I, I mean, fucking Bethesda's been on their creation engine for ages. Well, didn't they aren't they releasing a new engine with their new games? Apparently, yeah. Apparently. So I, I think it's just a rework of the. Uh, but now that now that now that our anyway. now that graphics cards are being a lot more powerful yeah. and they're able to run these newer engines a lot better than they would be, let's say when they're developing them back in for Bethesda's case, twenty ten. They're still using that stupid engine. No, they were using it. Uh, I believe it's an updated uh, thing from uh, Daggerfall, which is like the nineties. Yeah, well, they still update it. It's it's like, but now they can update it. To equal these new graphic settings, and now these players, they can make their games look better. The, See, the, the, sorry, but I, I just want to say that I think that the only change that we can possibly see in the upcoming future, because to me, I don't really think you can push graphics any further than what they already are, especially with examples like Cyberpunk or Modern, or like Cyberpunk. Besides the iffy gameplay and you know storyline, everything like that is. Probably the most like the most gorgeous game I have ever played. The game is really stunning, gorgeous. Especially if you, ray, have, if you run ray tracing uh, on that game, it is absolutely. I, 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 I did do that. It it's wasn't stunning. like it wasn't beautiful, but um, for me, it, it was it was pretty after, lackluster. After the latest update, it became more more impactful because they fixed it, a lot of the ray tracing. I'm issues. a I'm a first impressions kind of guy. Oh no, yeah, that's, first that's, impressions that's how it is were like 90% of the gamers. Ooh, right? That's, like yeah. I I played it. I beat the game. I did. I beat it twice and I, I had it. fun doing it. But the, the whole thing was sure it looks good. But and game developers recognize that. They recognize that the game doesn't like like Cyberpunk could have been a game of the year was was projected to be easy game of the year because it was a 10-year freaking game de- game development but it it had lied about you know it's test it's testing on on prior gen consoles and mm-hmm. it was a buggy buggy mess at launch and completely killed the game it's fixed now a lot of people like it still but you know it lost any chance of being game of the year um and a lot of games just you know they don't take the time or they're just trying too hard to like you know innovate you know which is fine game de- i want game developers to innovate i want game developers like like a small dev team like Splitgate gate is like hey hey what if we combine halo and portal and get a pretty fun you know really repetitive but pretty fun you know multiplayer shooter i knew we would touch on Splitgate. i knew it we are going to touch on Splitgate. split split gate for me it's it's gimmicky that's yeah. how i feel it's gimmicky. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's fun, but it's a. We have a, a stagnation of video games right now. You're either playing Call of Duty, you're playing Tarkov. For us, we're on Squad, or Splitgate. The benefit of being a until PC gamer. Battlefield Battlefield 2042 comes out. 
Oh, fucking call, call of duty uh black ops or call of duty vanguard comes out and then you've got fucking halo infinite unfortunately i think split gate's gonna die oh, for a Splitgate bit i don't think it'll be completely no, dead it's gonna die it's gonna die the game Dang. is way too repetitive i like, honestly like no shake to what those developers have done over at split gate they've kind of like broken like this barrier and given people something that feels like old school multiplayer games which is nice but Honestly, it just being what it is right now, it's not gonna last. Especially no. if Halo Infinite is nearly as because Halo Infinite is basically basically gonna be what Splitgate is right now. Yeah. Like, and, and the only thing is that you have is the portal thing, the portal mechanic. There's only the so port- much you can do with it because you can only put specific portals in specific spots. If you were able to put it anywhere, it would open up the entire world to a whole different m- amount of possibilities, right? Be able to gain high ground, to be able to move, whatever. To be able to see through any fucking portal, that would also be an interesting innovation for it. But in the long run of it, it's not going to hold strong. It's just a good in-between game right now. And that's a a great, you know, one of the great things to think about of, like, how 2020 and 2021 has gone. It was a great couple of years for any developers. Because while all these AAA titles had to put all this stuff at home, send their people home, you know, these indie developers were coming out with, you know, just like simple fun games like Among Us or Fall Guys or your Phasmophobias and, you know, just kind of like giving people something different to play so they don't, you know, stale, stale out on all these different games. Yeah. Um, and the and now we got we're kind of getting back now into where AAA tile makers are now, you know, we're getting I, I, I don't even know how many AAA tiles we've even gotten this year. I don't I can't think of much off the top of my head i know we've had it takes two we've had and we're gonna get call duty halo battlefield uh but the last the last triple a game i was excited for was star wars squadrons and it was cool kind of a flop but yeah it it was was a flop it was cool Uh, it was a very cool concept but once you got around to it it was an in-between game that well i just spent 40 bucks on this It was cool i'm not gonna play it ever again i don't know Nuke says, but to be fair, portals anywhere would be break would break the game at the same time. Portals are already broken in in uh, in Split Gate because there, there's people who really know how to use portals, and basically what they do is that they just stand in one spot next to one portal entrance, and then they just start hitting portals on, everywhere in the map, and they're basically just transporting themselves, barely moving an inch all over the map. Yeah. Which I uh... mean is, is smart if you can figure that out. It's like people playing Fortnite, like my my son. He's 11 years old. The kid gets shot and he builds a fucking house in 30 seconds. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, I can't do that shit. And sitting there like, wall ramp. Good. Let's go. You know? Must be part Amish. (laughs) We do actually have Mennonite in our background, so that makes sense. There you go. But uh, (laughs) He must uh, be a fucking Mennonite. What's a Mennonite? Yeah, it's basically Amish. Same thing. Pretty well. They're they're a little, little bit more lenient on their rules. But uh, I agree it would break the game, but it would just be kind of interesting to have something different than just portal on specific wall. It's actually going to be interesting because, like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, once this game comes out, I'm done with, like, I'm done playing Squad, I'm done playing Hell at Loose or, you know, whatever. And I'm just, like, thinking is, like, we just have to wait to see, man, you know, uh, you know, because quite honestly, and this is coming from somebody who plays, you know, like, who plays Call of Duty because... At its core, a lot of times, Call of Duty gunplay and stuff like that, it's not bad. You know, it's pretty much the same stuff over and over again. Perk system is whatever. 
But what kills the game every time for me and for a lot of other people is, is that they don't know how to design maps and the games only become active. Again. Do you know how many people only religiously play Nuketown on Call of Duty games? A lot of people. They only I love, play. I love Nuketown. Only play Nuketown. I'm and one of them. Nuketown is never released at launch. Nuketown's released when they notice that numbers are starting to die in their multiplayer. You're know, like, okay, just give them what they want. We clearly don't know how to make maps anymore, and that's why I'm nervous about Battlefield. Because honestly, Battlefield Five maps sucked. Battlefield map, Battlefield Five maps were hot garbage. I, okay, some of them were pretty <clears throat> fucking bad. I'll agree, but some of them weren't horrible. I think the gameplay didn't match the locale. That was its big thing. Instead of taking like it's a well-known Battlefield, right? Even like you look at like Battlefield 1942. You had D-Day. The D-Day invasion, right? On mm -hmm. I don't know what beach it was. I think it was Omaha. Mm -hmm. It was badass as fuck. It was fun. You know you're running up. It's the same thing with Hell Let Loose. You're playing on Omaha Beach. You fucking know. You're rushing in and you're dying. And uh, it, it was just an interesting place. But when you're on a fucking mountain in the middle of the Swiss Alps and the vast majority of the map is literally just open ground, mm -hmm. yeah, that doesn't work out well. So, like, so now you, I like BF1 maps well. It fit the tempo of the game. There wasn't a bad map. It didn't make you slow down. It didn't make you, like, feel like you're standing still or anything like that. Like, Battlefield Five, like, one of the maps I hated the most in that game was, like, this big open North Africa map where there was a bunch of, like, like there was, like, it was, it was massive. It was way too open. And you literally just couldn't find cover anywhere and it, it just slowed down the game battlefield one there was always something to do in battlefield one and whether you're going door to door or going to freaking trenches or you know whatever it may be and then they had the whole armored train thing in the game too and the freaking blimp and everything it was amazing like battlefield one had if they did everything right to fit a tempo style for battle for world war one and then battlefield five came out and they just like I don't they know put what happened. Three fucking guns that were the same. Three. Just different iterations of different years. That's how bad Battlefield 5 was. Now, no Mosin, no SVT 40, no BTD or DP 28. Nothing. No. God, no. Why would we do that? Let's put it in the Ribby Rolls 1917. Fucking retarded. It's yeah, like, the like, like, only thing that saved Battlefield 5 was nothing. the Pacific for two weeks. Literally, the, the, the Pacific. I played that so those two weeks when it initially dropped. I said, oh, this game's actually pretty fucking fun. After two fucking weeks, oh, right, this is why this game fucking sucked. Which I actually was... got sucked into it. I actually bought character skins. I spent my own fucking money extra to buy character skins in Battlefield fucking 5 because oh, I thought I, I was going to play it a lot longer. And I completely dropped it after I spent my money. And I was like, Oh, I just spent my fucking money. I'm a I'm an idiot. So the fact that Battlefield Five, which is primarily a a uh, they sell primarily to the United States, right? And up up here in Canada, I mean, we don't care. None of our battles get represented. It's fine. We deal with it. You wait two fucking years to throw the American faction in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, and then you give me an M1 Grand, and I have to shoot a man with thirty on six, three times. times. Yeah, it, it was. Like, I was like, "This is the weakest M1 Grand I've ever used in any video right. game ever." Yep. Like you just get shit in the face. Like I'm good. Like, no, <laughs> thirty on six, my guy. 
Come on. It's a big round. Well, it's the same thing. The Lee Enfield fired a 303 British. It's not a, you don't fuck around. You get hit with that. You're down. Like, long story short, every freaking main battle rifle used in World War II had a very large caliber. And it was putting you on your butt. The only one that didn't was the M1 carbine. It had a little tiny 30 cal. But it still was a menace to society. Oh, he had a 15-round mag. I mean, it did the job. You just pulled yeah. the trigger 15 times, buddy, down. It was broken at the start. <laughs> it was. It, that's fine. Make that one grand a two-tap gun. Who cares? It's a freaking M1 grand. Call of Duty. It's a, it's a two-tap gun. All they do is just they freaking block your uh, whatever it's called, the tr you know, to not let you have a trigger finger. I was, I I'm just stupid. still irritated that they just didn't add the American faction. Like, that still, like, baffles my mind. I get I get why you could add the British faction a little later, or maybe even just start the game as a Canadian faction. They were trying to but, fit. They were trying to fit oh, the actual don't, time. Don't try to suck up to me, Josh. They were trying but to. Fit, they were trying to fit. The, they were trying to fit the actual <laughs> timeline of how long it took the United States to enter the war. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> World War II did not start in 1939 for me. It started December 7th, 1941. Mm. I don't give a fuck about Norway. I don't give a fuck what happened to them okay. in the in the. Oh no in no no no! Here here here's the thing. You should give a fuck. It was a massive part of why us okay. as a collective allied force had Nuke, won that war. Nuke saying it was hey, a part hey, because hey, they hey, gave hey, people hey, 70 kill games. And what I will say to that is, do you not remember the kill counts stacked up in Battlefield 3 and 4? Yeah, I used to get fucking 160, oh, yeah. 170 kills with an M with a M16A3 on, on Rush on fucking Operation Metro. Because I knew how to break that map. MP7, for homie, let's go. I'll, I'll kill MP7, your ass. MP7, Battlefield 3? MP16, A3, all the way, bro. You had no competition. Nick, what Medic you just said just all proved the way. how slow down Battlefield 5 was. Battle, Battlefield 5 was such an annoyance that if you could, if you're going to add the British faction, at least at least do it like a combined arms thing. Put the fucking American Act somewhere in within the first week. No. Like, I yes. don't agree with that. I don't necessarily agree with that. I'm I'm American <laughs> or right. You know, yeah, I get it. Fucking <laughs> USA. Anyway, so when, when you're looking at uh, like the British faction, the British faction was interesting, but you're especially coming out of Battlefield One. You've got a lot of bolt action rifles. That's primarily what we were using during the Second World War was bolt yeah. action rifles. We didn't go on from that, right? Even the Germans had semi-autos. We were like, no, we're good. So. You immediately have that misbalance in there, right? Mm -hmm. I have a fucking bolt action Lee Enfield that hits someone for like thirty-five damage, and you're like, "Fucking how?" That should at least that should at least hit for eighty-five, eighty-five, and a head tap. That was it. <laughs> but I'm, you should just drop. Like that's why I love the hardcore servers. And I was researching on Battlefield. 5. I would have played Battlefield Five a hell of a lot more if they had released official hardcore servers. Because that's pretty much what it was. I've always played hardcore in every single first-person shooter, right? I yeah. just love the fact that if I've got a gun that fires one bullet, you know, and I have to rack the bolt afterwards, you know, you're that person's going down if I hit them. And I've always loved that. Battlefield yeah. Five was the first one where they didn't put any official hardcore servers in. I will say and this, that I'm going to say something that's really unpopular. Firestorm wasn't bad. Operation no, Firestorm no. was great. No, Firestorm was awesome. Horrible. Yeah. Firestorm was awesome, dude. Okay. I got I got Coming to sit with a colorblind man. It was fucking terrible. You shoot a dude and his loot's like, Puh. and you're like, where the fuck <laughs> is it? 
Because <laughs> everything blends together. All right. Yeah, and, and, that, and, and that, here, and that okay, here's a tip, bro. Developers out there, when you put in colorblind mode, I don't give a fuck what my buddies tag above his head is blue or orange or green i give a fuck if i can see people in a bush that's what i care about fuck. yeah i i firestorm was such a, was such an awesome map for people who could see who doesn't want to drop fire. a v2 rocket in a battle royale dude come on now okay, oh yeah, no, no, oh wait oh cool. oh you're talking about firestorm the battle royale yeah i thought i was talking about firestorm the map no, I'm talking about Firestorm. Oh, Firestorm was kind of good. Like it, was, it had its moments. But it was the whole thing. Waiting a year for Firestorm to release, and then it being what it was, was the most disappointing thing ever. Uh, I, I think, have to say, I think, though, I think Battlefield has a good thing going on for a battle royale game. I wish they would give it another go. Battle Battlefield's Firestorm, though, what pissed me off was if you went in as a four man. You fought people that was a single man, and that was such an unbalanced game. There was no single man, single man. There was no doubles. It was just whatever your party was versus you if you didn't have a party. And it didn't force you into a party. It just said, oh, you don't you don't have a party? Oh, well, too bad. You fuck, Go fuck yourself. Um, and Firestorm literally didn't. was not fun for players. That's why it got dropped immediately. I played Firestorm two times. First time I went in by myself, thinking I would play with other players by themselves to be killed by a four man and they showed me all four of them shooting me and the second time was by myself and there was only 35 players firestorm was not good I, I, it was cool cool concept i as a battlefield sh fucking battle royale i kind of liked it but overall it did not balance the game that's where it failed it failed because it was stupid and it couldn't balance for shit I mean, battle royale shouldn't be balanced to begin with. Battle royale. Uh, if you're That's if you're going I'm by your if you're going by yourself, then you then you fight people by themselves. If, if you're a little fucking rat, you don't deserve the good. I'm, I'm gonna say something else is gonna piss off every Warzone player. Loadouts <laughs> should be banned from wars from battle royales. Loadouts should not exist. That's okay, where the that battle royale. You know what? I'll agree with that. I, uh, it was a good touch in the beginning. But the moment Infinity War got the grubby little fucking hands on the guns, and they're like, "Here's the new one in the battle pass, level 15," and everyone's like, that's, "I bought it." That's what killed Warzone. It was like, "Oh, yeah. here's the here's the, like they keep adding guns. Like honestly, don't add more guns into Warzone. Just freaking have what you have at launch. Add the guns to multiplayer and just leave Warzone alone." Because Warzone, Warzone, all they kept doing was creating new freaking weapon metas, and then people be running those weapon metas for like a solid month, and then colleagues like, oh, we're gonna nerf it now, and then okay, fine, everybody's going back to balance out weapons, and then they release a freaking nail gun, carpenter style, and freaking were <laughs> now that's a weapon meta for some reason. Hey, I mean, fucking point Saber. blank, it would do some damage. Saber, let me know when the staple gun is introduced. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, the carpenter staple I'll, I'll, gun. I'll go. I'll go back to playing Call of Duty when the staple gun is the meta. Um, but yeah, no. Warzone is kind of whatever. Battle Royales are, in general, they're cool games. Those are a cool thing to pass the time. I've I've had my fun playing with Saber, playing PUBG uh, when we ran those double saws, remember? Oh my gosh. That was so but broken, but we, we both found saws in PUBG, and we're just like, fuck it. No one can kill us now. We are invincible. I could not do PUBG, man. It well, just... it's not for everybody. Oh, you like... should play PUBG now, dude. The servers, everybody just plays the comp servers, so, like, casual servers are just, like, free reign. A breeze. A breeze <laughs> to get through. But, but, to be honest, PUBG, 
the fucking Fortnite, Warzone, any of those other battle royales, they're cool, but they all like die fast for player base unless you it's all you do. Like what has get, died for player base? PUBG died. PUBG died. died. Fortnite, 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 Fortnite stays popular with the younger crowd. Fortnite's still popular. Apex is super popular. Warzone, even with its hackers and shit, it, it's well, still fucking they, popular. They have to fucking die, dude. They, they, like, it's such a, it's a repetitive, it's such a repetitive game mode that I realize that I play super repetitive games and why I love them so much. But it's such a Short repetitive game span. It's fine. It's such a repetitive game <laughs> mode that. If you if you honestly think about it, this game is fucking boring. And, all, and you're, if it wasn't for broken ass shit, then this game this game wouldn't fucking exist. Because you want to break I, it. What battle royales bring in that normal first person shooter, like arena shooters, don't is that sense of competition. You know what I mean? You can literally watch your competition Ooh, whittle the fuck the door away. Door opened on its own. Yeah. Right, and you're just yeah. like, okay, you know, I murdered that man. That's one less person I have to worry about now. But yeah. if you're in a main multiplayer match, you shoot that guy, you're like, fuck, he's going to respawn. And if you're camping, fuck, he knows where I'm at. I think That's that Warzone would have been great, even better, for, like, even better if it had... So it runs on the... A new map. Runs on the, a new map. A new map would have been great. A new map would have been great. is honestly a pretty trash <laughs> Battle Royale map, and they don't know how to freaking... The zones are way too big. The first, the beginning zone, it's like, okay, here's the map... Here's the first zone, but then they put it like all the way down, like this little teeny tiny corner, and it's like, okay, so I either land there and I face freaking chaos and mayhem, or I spawn outside or I land outside of it, and then I have to fight my way into it to face a squad that's been holding it down the entire match. I also say though, the gulag, cool concept, I like it. I can't fucking stand it now that the game is broken. Oh, I love the Gulag. The Gulag was a great idea for uh, amazing. Because I don't know how many fucking battle royals I play it, where I died because it, it brought it brought back from Modern Warfare the original one one v one, which was the whole point of that. Is if you want a competition, there's no other better competition that you can have other than shooting one other fucking guy that you have to kill him. If you win, you fucking win. If you don't, well, try to get bought back. But that was the whole cool thing about the Gulag, and that's why I loved it, because it was competition. And, yeah, you're right. Battle Royals are competition, but they're fucking boring competitions now. Because once you win, then what's the point? If you could fucking break the game and hack it, then you're, fuck you. If you kill the hacker, great, but honestly, there's no balancing. If the weapons are broken because you could buy it, then what the fuck's the point? There's no competition if you get fucking broken every single time. No, well, they still complete. There's still competition there because the guns are only broken for about a week before they they fix them, and yeah. then you know there's another one. Kind of normal shit. Yeah, exactly. They did that shit. They did that shit in fucking. What was that game called? There was a, a specific gun you bought in Advanced Warfare. If you bought the the season pass, you got this gun. Okay, and it was such a good gun. That was a different era of Call of Duty. That was their pay, like their pay to win, where like. Oh, if you buy this supply drop, you get this variation of this gun, and oh, it freaking melts. Yeah, but you, it's the same fucking thing, dude. Literally the same thing, just reskin into a battle pass that you I think, lose. I think that no, you lose. No, the battle pass is better because you know what you're getting. The loot yeah. boxes and shit were just a gamble. 
yeah. you would spend money on it or you would work really hard to earn something and then you wouldn't get that thing. You'd well, be no, like, what, here's shout the out 17th to the parents iteration who's, of the same thing. Shout well, out to what, the parents well, who sued EA. Thank you. Yeah, no, shout yeah, out to them. What I, what I meant to say about the Battle Pass system for uh, and why I like Battlefield's Battle Pass system, if you want to touch on it, uh, is that the system that Call of Duty does and all these other Battle Pass systems, once it's gone, it's fucking gone. And you have to buy it every fucking time if you want to use it. On or you can the do the free one. Already spot, spent for the yeah, game. exactly. So for Battlefield, for me in 2042s, and I've touched upon this on, a, on, a, on our old, old podcast, is that the new Battle Pass system is so good that if you want to work on it, you can. If you don't want to work on it, you don't. But if you buy it, it's there until you complete it. It doesn't go away. It doesn't go on it, and you have a chance to get all the items. Unlike in the modern, these all these other battle passes, once that fucking season's over, it's gone. All those items are gone. See, but the thing is, is that like that gives the reason why you're buying it for ten bucks. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. battle passes aren't fucking expensive. It's not like you're dropping eighty dollars on a battle pass unless you're buying all the fucking tiers or whatever, like some of these streamers do. But it, it gives you some sense of progression if you are done ranking everything up in the game, right? And, but. I enjoy that in a first-person shooter, regardless if it's like because you can unlock the battle pass by not just playing fucking battle royale. You can do the multiplayer and get it as well, right? So it right. is that massive, you know, bit of um, progression you get, and it makes it some self-satisfaction kind of shit, right? But for um, me though, is that if you don't if you don't complete it in that time, because I don't play those games all the time. If don't I want to battle pass, don't buy the battle pass, right? Exactly, but. It, let's say if I do want to fucking get all that material and I bought it, and let's say I come back a month, like a month after the thing ended, I still want to get all that stuff. Like yeah. I paid for it. So now it works. You didn't I, pay for it. I paid for the battle pass. You paid for the chance to progress. Yeah, I paid for the chance to progress. That's what, it what I'm saying is, let me keep that battle pass, and let me just fucking progress that. If, and that's how I want to spend my money. If I want to buy a, a battle pass or however you want to say their DLC, their map pack, whatever the fuck it's called. Let me at least keep it so I can still progress in it. So I can at least earn everything. Because I paid something for it. This is where my money goes. And if I fucking paid for it, why the fuck can't I keep it? You yeah, I get for it. Yeah, ex- well, what's the point of paying for it if I don't, I don't want to play it? DLC, right? People bitch and complain about DLC all the time. It's like, okay, I understand that some of it can be scummy. I get it. But it's as simple as just don't fucking buy it. Game. Like, yeah. do you not do you not remember World at War where your buddies would buy the map packs? Oh yeah, and yeah, you, couldn't, sure. you couldn't play with them anymore because they would throw you into another one, right? Like, yeah, they throw you into an you'd be in one game, it'd be one of the normal maps, and they throw you onto like another one that you needed the map pack for, and it would like kick you out of the party. Like, yeah, yeah unless right? you knew how to share your map packs. Why did you guys everybody? get the new maps? God, now I yeah. can't play with you. But, Mind you, but, I would, I would, I would love to pay for map packs again because those oh, were the yeah. days, man. Oh, and those were the days. Like, I love. It's Deerys. weird that like there was so much better content brought with like DLC map packs and stuff, like the stimulus package and all that stuff back from like MW two and or MW three era, um, and because like you would, it would be like ten dollars, you got three maps and. You know, it's just like, oh, this is cool. This is actually something worth, you know, the purchase. And you can do it or not do it, and it doesn't change the flow of the game at all. Nowadays, you have to survive off the battle pass and waiting on new maps to come out, and it's a headache and a half. And I well, they I don't, they don't have to re- out of it. As Warzone already shows, they don't have to release a new map. They just need to change little things inside their current map, and people will play it. 
that's the whole thing though is they got so reliant on the battle pass and people buying it so they can progress and like <clears> people don't people don't get everything by the end of it they're gonna spend all their money and fucking earn earn it the 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 legitimate way or not the illegitimate way so it's not illegitimate i mean it works it both ways it works the whole thing ways. is is like I can understand that you're being upset about it because, you know, and I'm the same way. If there's a game that I don't really play all that often, I'm not going to bother buying the Battle Pass. I don't okay. give a fuck. Like, Call of Duty, I bought the Battle Pass for, like, what, four or five seasons? Unlocked everything in all of the seasons. It was a great time. I was playing it fucking daily, right? It was the only... I was only playing Warzone for months. And now that I don't play it anymore, I don't fucking buy it. It's the odd time someone's like, hey, hop in a game of Warzone with me. It's like, all right, cool. And then you die, and then you're like, fuck this game, and you uninstall it, and then you move on with life. You don't drop that $10 because fuck that gun. Give it a week. But what I'm saying for Battlefield 2042 is that let's say you do want to get that battle pass. You could just buy it if you wanted to, mm -hmm. but it mm -hmm. doesn't go away. You could still progress in it later. You could no, drop would, the they, game. They would never do that. It wouldn't make them any money. No, but they're already the, doing What's the point of having an endless... Thing for 10 bucks that's just They're content ready. that artists and designers and animators have to put together in order to just you know fucking but, that, but they're already doing that they're By saying the r.i.p to the classic days of developers who just put their passion and heart into making a video game and we're Dude, our, 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 time. Yeah, I agree. our rps to developers who actually made good games that's why he shout out to you indie developers out there thank you and that's why i love indie games so much especially ones that are developed really well is because if because like like when when like you remember watching like interviews back in the day of like a development for a game for like Halo or Call of Duty, you watch the developer talk and like you can see the passion behind them on making yeah. that game. And now I just imagine devs are just like these slaves like pushing out like give us content to push to these freaking kids, you know, type of deal. And it's sad because you can feel it in the game. Like the fact that like the fact that like Cold War was a five month developed game. Like those poor devs, dude. Those poor devs. Do you know how much probably they, they probably where, where did we get the five months from? I saw a number out there because because what happened was was or was that... it a specific spot of the game? So what happened was is that Sledgehammer or Sledgehammer got kicked off of making the next game, and so they're like, "Hey, Treyarch, you're taking over and making and making the game now," and so Treyarch picked up development on the game. And uh, basically, like, really late into the cycle. Really, really late into the cycle. And that's why Cold War looks as bad as it does. Yeah. And why we only got, like, eight maps that launched. Dear God on my ice, so I can't get over that. <laughs> and now it's, all, it's now all old maps, too. It's the only one that's any good anymore is the old shit. And that's yeah. right. and that's where like, I, I just don't know where Matt developers went with lack of creativity of being able to make a decent Call of Duty map. It's not like it's a hard thing to do. Just like, like, cause like what made Call of Duty maps fun back in the day was like it was a balance of where you had your campers, you had your runners, and then you had cool glitch spots that like you can go abuse the crap out of, or. You know, just like all these like cool like little fun spots that, or spots that were accessible, but like it wasn't like blatantly obvious to how to get to them. And now like everything is just like there's no glitch spots. Everything is like pathed out for you where to go. And that, but like honestly, Modern for twenty nineteen, good maps design, okay map designs, I should say, not good, but okay. Um, but now like they're just like okay, one, two, three, run. That's basically it. 
Yeah, no, I, I really liked uh, Modern Warfare's uh, map design. I know it's a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't fucking like it, but it's like, dude, they did more than the three lane. It's just people wanted the three lane. So people bitched about not having, or not like the three lane. They got non three lane and went, fuck it, I want three lane again. And they got it. And now yeah, we're I... at a competitive shooter that's, that's catered towards the esports market. And yeah, I was looking at Call of Duty's uh, Black Ops development cycle. So early 2020, the Raven and was supposed to take over Raven and Sledgehammer. And they were having issues, so then they said force Black Ops to take or Treyarch to take over Black Ops a few months later into 2020. Yeah, around and they still had their November release. So I think it was like August or April or May, and they said, "Okay, time for you to make the game." While they were still not, that's why it was came out so shitty. Uh, so I was reading some articles on that, but yeah, no, that's that's how games are. The three lanes, like Modern Warfare's gameplay where it was kind of more open, it still had that three-lane feel, but it wasn't there. It was really open. I enjoyed it, but yeah, you're right. It gave me back the three lanes because it's so easy to know and predict everything oh, because I'm dumb monkey brain. And monkey li likes repetitiveness. That's our current state of video game development right now. It's I think stuff's starting to get figured out. I think we're moving into an era of free-to-play being the standard, and battle passes yep. are as what the moneymaker is, which is something I can get behind. As much yep. as I hate Fortnite to death, <clears throat> I can get behind their free-to-play battle pass system because I can play the game without spending spending money on it. And I, spending money is not an absolute requirement of the game. So... Do it that way, model after Fortnite, model, out, model after Halo, and then let's just go back to enjoying video games. Stop worrying about the dollar amounts and everything like that. Let's just have fun. Right? Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be nice to have fun. But, but we're adults now. We're paying for the games. Anyway, yeah, I know, right? Different. But you, you really you have to think about it. When was the last time that there was a price increase of games? It, it's been. It's, it's been, been sixty. So yeah, because it's been sixty dollars has been the right? standard price for video games for well, at least for as long as I've been alive. It's been sixty freedom dollars forever. Yeah, uh, it's been eighty Canadian rubles for a long time. Right. Yeah. This is how it is. Like I, I bought Modern Warfare. Fucking what's that? Thirteen years ago now. It's, yeah, it for still baffles me. Bucks? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know the exchange, but it still baffles me. It still, is it more expensive there? Or is it equivalent? To so, what we um, sell it. So eighty dollars is the equivalent to your sixty fucking yeah whatever dollars. Yeah, sixty whatever dollars. Uh, sixty eagles. But yeah, but whatever. But, I, I mean the I mean the yeah. only price increase was maybe collectors editions. Those go up in prices no, depending um, on the if edition. If you look at if you look at new price ga new games releasing now, uh, they're holding a seventy dollar price tag now. Oh Is yeah, because of the new generation. Yeah, sixty nine ninety nine. We just got a price wow. increase. Wow, sixty nine ninety nine. That's why I. That's why I stay PC. <laughs> Fuck yeah. it. Digital copies. Yeah. No digital copies never. It doesn't matter how old digital copy is, it'll never go on sale because there's no reason to. Well, I mean, if we want to fucking play the game, we're gonna fucking pay it. So it doesn't really matter. As long, I mean, the only ones I feel bad for are parents who have to buy their kid the game and then the kid's gonna drop it after two weeks. Um. But other than that, really, I don't care if I spend my own money on a game like that. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I'm I'm dollar per hour. That's how I feel about it. If I if I can get my money out of uh, 
a, a game, uh, like a dollar per hour. If I can get above that, awesome. But if I can get, you know, 80 hours out of a game of enjoyment, I'm pretty happy. I, I mean, I'll put the dollar amount a little lower for like a single player campaign if it's done well. But Star Wars Jedi, yeah. man. Star Wars Star? Jedi. The way, so here's the way I'm looking at things nowadays is that if you're a multiplayer game, but you plan to have a battle pass, either make the battle pass purely cosmetic and have no effect on the gameplay, or make the game free, and especially if you're going to hold content back on us. Like, I am still, like, I'm livid. I am absolutely livid. I had to spend $60 on Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War when I got eight maps to launch, like, two guns, realistically, only, like, two guns, because that was all that anybody was running, and wait as the battle pass released new freaking content and i'm just like you're so first of all you're also separating the freaking game files now so i don't even have to install the other two freaking other two copies of the game that you're charging me 60 dollars for i can just say no i don't want to play that and you are also then making me wait on content to be included in the game that you did not include in launch well, you're you're upset about that. I'm upset that I have to still have Warzone installed for me to play the campaign of Mo of Call of Duty Mo Modern Warfare. Yep, I don't, that fucking pisses me right the hell off. That, that fucking bullshit. pissed me off. That's stupid. Why would you do that? I bought the fucking game. It's free. I don't want it on there. All right. I want to be able to play multiplayer without having a hundred fucking gigabytes of bullshit on my hard drive. Well, yeah, simple like as that. I don't play fucking Warzone. Yeah, I still have to have it on there. And on top of that, they stopped calling it Call of Duty Modern Warfare on my purchase title, by the way. They just call it Call of Duty fucking Warzone. Thank, I purchased thank, Modern Warfare. You did fucking good. No, Warzone's free. You did real fucking good. There's a fit there. Warzone, <laughs> so, so here's the here's the actual thing. You know, you're not buying Cold War or, or Modern Warfare 2019. You're you're buying Warzone for free and getting a $60 DLC requirement on those. Call of Duty DLC. Did you yeah. like that? The hey, campaign that extension Black to the did background. Did you like that Black Ops DLC? It was fucking awful, man. All the games. Hey, all, you, all you the... remember Black Ops 4 that we charged you $60 for and there was no campaign? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it was oh, extremely bad. Oh, that made me so happy. And, but I didn't the, do my well, research. The zombies was the was the campaign for that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck, fuck zombies. What, you didn't like, I heard, what, you didn't I heard the, the lore for that game. The zombies was so good. You didn't think Probably. getting trained by virtual Frank Woods was a good campaign? What's wrong with you? Like an onion, Mason. Yeah. Like an onion. Watching the voice actor react <laughs> to have you seen the like the original voice actor oh, react to that God. line? He the is... fact that they didn't put him back on. Like, okay, sure. So... Okay, that, that guy did all right at playing Woods. I'll give him that. I have a huge pet peeve for the new era of Call of Duty. Everybody's like pointing at Call of Duty tomorrow for 2019. And it's like, oh, this is the direct prequel to Call of Duty 4. No, it is not. It's not. It's a different game. It's a... No, it's not. What are you talking about? Did you not play the fucking game? You... Did you not see the end screen? Okay. Where they're like, this is my new, this is my new team. We're going to be a task force here. So no, because he did not select. He did not. Okay. First of all, Task Force 141 was created after the events of Call of Duty 4. Task Force 141 did not exist in COD 4. Captain Price was also in jail at this time. See, here's the whole thing, though. It doesn't say, so, between the end of the game and that little cutscene, it doesn't say how much time has passed in that time. Right? You know, you want to know something, a little caveat, too? You want to know a little caveat, people. too? The developers called the game a soft reboot to the series. 
Yeah, it was Which, a reboot. Trust me, I'm okay with, but I want a fucking prequel. I want to see what the fuck happened okay, between Modern War but between Modern Warfare 2019 is not Modern a Warfare prequel. 2. It's an entirely new story. It's an entirely new story. It's like when they go and make a new Spider-Man movie. It's not a freaking sequel to the previous one. It's hey, just and they better do a damn good job with Modern Warfare. You want to see what happened to Captain fuck, Price and how he ended heavy. up in that Russian cell? It's ah. just it's well, it's one over two. Captain Price is literally in jail. them just using the same characters, but telling a different story now. That's what they're doing. It, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's fine. Now, what I'm irritated with Cold War did is that they didn't do a soft reboot. It was a middle story between Black Ops freaking Black Ops one and Black Ops two. Yep. And they replaced everybody. Yeah. Why? Because you, they fucking hate him. Was Sam Worthing sorry, was Sam Worthing too too freaking pricey to sign? No, he probably took a look at the script and went, What the fuck? And denied it and was no, I'm not doing that. No, That's they stupid. didn't. They didn't even consider him. Yeah, Frank was wasn't even no, approached or James C. Burns wasn't even approached to do to re, to uh redo his his uh his uh Frank Woods. They said, and I quote, they are too old to do the action for it. They are too old to do the animated action for it when they are voice actors. They do the animate. They're not just voice actors. Yeah, I know, but, actor. but, it's but no, they, they, were... can, they can do it. They do it with Master Chief, right? They do it with Master Chief. Um, All you have to do is just freaking, you know, they can give, they can use whatever face they want to use or whatever, but like, don't freaking give me lines. I'm an onion mason. <laughs> I'm an onion mason. I have honestly, I have an no onion. idea. Shrek did that in 2000. Fuck I off. Have, I actually have no idea what line you're talking about. Okay, I have so not looked up so, so he's they, he's they run... he, he's basically trying to explain that they're 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 back on Summit from back on Call of Duty Black Ops One, and Frank Woods goes and performs a stealth kill, and Mason's surprised that he's able to perform stealth kills because he thought he's just all freaking loud, you know, running and gunning type of guy, and he's like. I'm an onion mason, implying that he has layers. But it was the stupidest freaking line I could have ever, like, they could have ever come up with. You know, like, I, get I, out of my swamp. That's all I thought of when I heard that line. <laughs> I was just like, this is Shrek. Like, Shrek did it in 2000. This is a I, fucking old joke. Move on. All right. I dropped, I dropped Call of Duty Black Ops when they told me to go fucking discover the files and I couldn't figure that out because I was like, I'm not looking this shit up, nor do I give a shit about these stupid files to find out who this person is. And I was like, oh, now this is what I'm hearing about. I kind of want to go back and play this fucking game just so I could see how stupid the lines are. Don't play it. Go watch someone else who tortured themselves I, to play I can't, it on YouTube. I, I can't stand fucking watching people. Play I just love how they made Frank Woods an absolute freaking moron in Cold War. I can't. I can't stand Josh, that they. That, Josh, do you know that? that do you know? Did you know that Frank Woods could not tell that a mannequin was literally two feet in front of him and he took him down. Well, oh, he was, was breaching a door, so I'll give him. I'll give him that. I, I'll give him that. No homeward. I. You, you got to admit though, he was breaching a door, and that's what he saw. You got to give him that. He wasn't breaching a door. He freaking was creeping it open. He was being slowly. And Are you kidding me? Do you know how many times I've opened doors and shot people in Tarkov? I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, exactly. Basie, blah, blah, blah. I've probably put like love you, Basie. Fifty thousand rubles worth of ammo into Basie. Yeah, you gotta you gotta remember, Basie. 
Saber found Canadian first. Yeah. <laughs> He's mine. Can't have him back. Oh, I belong Ooh. to many. He belongs to everybody. Just look at that beard. He's a magical right? beard. Luscious. All right, well, we're, well talking, we're now talking about Canadian's beard. I feel like now we have run out of stuff to talk about, so it's about time <laughs> to wrap things up. Wrap up. Uh, let's wrap things up real quick. I mean, we ran out of shit to talk about when we started talking about Call of Duty for 20 minutes because guess what? Call of Duty is dog shit. I, I, I wanted to wrap this up 20 minutes ago, but you, Josh, just had to go on and on and on and you know on. Fuck, about don't fuck yourself, Saber. This this is how podcasts work. We got to go on and on until we run out of shit to talk about. Let's yeah, talk but about now, all right. Now, see, now, look, now we run out of ideas for next week. So, guys please join the discord <laughs> drop your suggestions please we're come up with something to talk about well honestly we'll always have something to talk about because we are not going to limit ourselves anymore to just trying to come up with whatever the best news is that week so again i thank you guys so much for tuning in today josh can any of you guys have any closing statements uh i'm, I'm dumb i agree okay Canadian, you have anything coming up? Any videos or anything? Uh, I'm working on a Tarkov video right now. That'll be out soon. I'll probably plug that in the next video. Is it unimportant Canadian on uh, YouTube or unimportant Canadian on YouTube? It is unimportant okay. Canadian on YouTube. Guys, go subscribe. go subscribe to unimportant <laughs> Canadian. And also look out tomorrow uh, because for some reason it won't let me create the uh, Spotify and Apple uh, podcast channels without having ep any episodes loaded. So I'm going to have to download this vod because i forgot to freaking record and then go and then upload it tomorrow sometime in the afternoon after i watch my huskers play because nebraska football's back baby for those of uh, you who care about college nebraska. but anyways <laughs> i thank you everybody for tuning in tonight it was a blast it way better of a turnout than i actually thought it was going to be um so shout out to you guys you guys are awesome but, uh, yeah, it's been fun, guys. Thank you for tuning in, and you guys have a great night. Yeah, bye!